Welcome to the Random T Agents of Shield podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash random podcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Sweet. Yeah, so go do that. Do now. the thing. So yeah, that'd be awesome. So we're here talking about um, uh, season three, episodes twenty one and twenty two, absolution, and the other thing that's down in my word document. <laughs> and we haven't gotten there yet. So absolution and the other one that starts with an A, ascension. Ascension. Yes, that's I remember that off the top Yay! of my head. And everything. That's even more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was I was scrambling for it too, and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Because uh, he says uh, it's it's become the new closure. closure. It has. And I'm like, Ugh. Stop saying the word. Yeah. So. So I like I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but this did not do much for me. I was OK. Like halfway through the show, I'm still texting you. I have no clue what's going on. It felt bloated to me. It felt like this should not have been two episodes. Between the end of episode 20. Mm hmm. In the beginning of episode 21, it was such a totally different feel. If I yeah. were binge watching this, I would be so confused. Yeah. Because the beginning of this episode jumped, and they've Smash done this before. Cut to middle of the mission. And the show has done this before, and I yeah. never liked it. They just jump right into it. And they never even did like a backflash, flashback, backflash. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, to bring us back up to speed, I was very confused yeah. for a very large amount of time and didn't really comprehend several things until I actually rewatched it. Yeah. Because I was very confused. I don't like this style of directing. No, not directing, but yeah, storytelling. Yeah. So I just, I was disappointed. Unfortunately, I didn't want to be disappointed. I didn't either. I was really looking forward to this. But I think on the tale of watching civil war we might have been our expectations might have been a little too high that's a really good point i did not think about I that i think that might be part of the problem we have a civil war hangover pretty much yeah okay and as we know the mcu and the agent the television show really aren't jiving right now yeah they always say it's all connected it's all connected but it's not as connected as it used to be no and even chloe has gone on to record to to say that the the movie the mcu doesn't care about agents of shield yeah that they there will never be a tie-in in the movies to shield to the sh to the show yeah because they don't care yeah and that sucks they really should yeah i mean that's the whole reason they created the show was to give us a weekly like mm -hmm. get us keep you know, invested us in, uh, in in the MCU. In one and the other, yeah. Yeah. So it's it was yeah. While the story that they the story itself that they told was not a bad story. Yeah. I enjoyed what happened. Mm -hmm. I liked where the story went. I just didn't care for how they told me the story. Yeah. It just felt overindulgent to me. Well, everybody's there was way too much of it. Everybody's putting on that jacket with the emblem on it that nobody has ever worn up until this episode. I know. I was like, you have matching uniforms now? What? What the hell? And then the musical necklace mm -hmm. that kept passing from hand to hand to hand. I was like, seriously? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was not. 
It got to the point of ridiculousness. It did. That it kept getting moved around from person to person. This person's putting the jacket on. This person's putting the jacket on. This person's taking the jacket off. And I kept looking at the clock going, holy fuck, we have 45 minutes left? Yeah. We have an hour and 15 minutes left? What the fuck? Yeah. It drug. Yeah. So, But, I mean, the story itself I enjoyed. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I like the way it ended. The fact that it ended. Yeah. The way that it did was fine. I just... The way they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to stop saying that because I'm sure I've said it four times by now. <laughs> I'm going to let it go. Um, so this was directed by Bill Gerhart, who um, directed. Both, both are just. Both just, of them? just this one. Okay. Different different teams uh, for each episode. Um, okay. And so Gerhart uh, wrote 19 and 20 of season one. Um, 9, 11, and 22 of season two. So he's. He's kind of an end ending kind of guy. Um, six episodes of The Walking Dead. Whoa, really? And one of Jessica Jones. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it was written by Chris um, Dingess, who wrote on Agent Carter on Snafu, um, A Little Song and Dance, and Hollywood Ending. Um, and then also Drew Z. Greenberg, who's written a lot on S.H.I.E.L.D., um, episode four in season two. Along with 12 and 19 in season 3, 6, 14, and 8. Or 6 and 14, and then 8 episodes of Warehouse 13. Yeah, you said Bill Gearhart? Uh, yeah. I want to go see what he's doing. I-E-R. G-I-E-R. I, -E I want to see what he's done. Um, and then also Drew Z. Greenberg wrote on the safe episode of Firefly. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, I mean, I was I was fine with it. I feel like they got to the end of the season and they're like, okay, we have to finish telling this story. We know what's going to happen. Oh, crap. We have two hours to fill. It just felt like there was more filler in there than I like in a, in a well, finale. It, oh, he, he, oh, he directed Cherokee Rose of The Walking Dead. That was a really good episode. It was a Daryl episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're such a dork. I am. Um, that's what I'm up. It's one of the first ones where he really became more solidified as an actual character, though, in my yeah. opinion. Um, so, yeah. I was going to say something else. I forgot. Okay. About them having too much time. Oh, right, right, right. It, it was very, uh, it was go, 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 stop. Go, 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 stop. Yeah. And it was giving me whiplash. Yeah. Not like Gotham whiplash. Completely different kind of whiplash. Yeah. But yeah, that's different. So, yeah. Um, do we have pre-back? I don't think so. Okay. And then we, we are going to cover some Civil War feedback as well at the end. We at the do. Very end. We do. We have some latecomer Civil War feedback. Um, but for spoilers sake, we're not going to read that until the end of the, the very, very end of this episode. So those The end of, of both who, episodes, right? Yes. Because we're going to totally go straight through. Because we don't want to spoil Civil War for anybody. Yeah. So, um, we'll put that at the very, very end. We do have one email that's kind of both. Mm -hmm. So, we'll, we'll save get, that we'll get through end. that. Okay. Um, so, you ready to get in the recap? Sure. Okay, so we start off on the fucking blue planet, and you and I are both like, no! no! Um, and so, Daisy's in one of these containment modules, and she's fiddling with it, and um, uh, Phil's there. And he's like, you know, laying against the wall, and... And she's like, once she hacks this, she can pilot them back to Earth. And Coulson's like, you are on Earth. Well, and Coulson looks almost like he's 
really, really sick or dying or Like they're running out of air or something. Or something, which really confused me because when Gemma was on that planet, they were fine. Yeah. Well, that, that's when we find out it's in Daisy's head. Well, yeah, but still it was weird. And I was, so, okay, so we start out really confused. Yeah. Yeah. And so it turns out it was a nightmare and we see her wake up and look around and we're like, okay, well, that's the thing that happened. Um, and so we go to Mac and um, this is when we just smash right into the middle of a mission. Um, Mac and, and team are on a Quinjet and um, Yo-Yo's there. Suddenly. Suddenly. And um, Lincoln's... No, she was there before because Talbot asked her about her powers. That's true. She was. She was there. We've abandoned Joey, though. Um, Yeah, who has completely disappeared. Who I could totally see him bowing out after after he killed Lucio. Because he was very shaken up by that. But I would have liked to have seen him say, you know what? This is not for me. Or at least tell us where he is. Yeah. So, um, Lincoln hands out the kill switches to his vest and to Yo-Yo's, which I thought was interesting. To Mac. Yeah, like, he just hands them over, and so I'm like, well, that's, we're still using those, and they're handing them over like, this is just the price of doing business. Um, so, well, I, I think that was interesting. It is, well, I think it's the only way Coulson would let them come along. Yeah. I mean, and they, vol- they were voluntarily. Yeah put in the, I mean they volunteered to put themselves yeah. in those vests because they so. want that's how much they wanted to help mm-hmm. but I think I just never really liked the idea of the suicide vests I don't either. or murder vests I don't or whatever either. you want to call them that that's why it still doesn't sit well with me that we're still using it it's not just a moment of desperation well I have a Phil yeah and I have a bigger complaint about it later okay um, so we go to... Because you need a bigger, Of course. Yeah. So May, May's uh, piloting the jet, and she's like, listen, this de- this isn't designed for this. And um, so you're like, what the fuck is going on? So right away, they're not telling us stuff, and, you know, which is fine in and of itself. It's just like you said, it starts off confusing. Um, so we go to, uh, we go to Daisy and um, Simmons visits, and she's like, I'm here to provide status updates. Um, based on the intel that Daisy has given them. And so Daisy starts talking to her, and she's like, how come you're the only one that's come to see me? And then she's like, oh, my God, you're the only one I didn't directly hurt. I didn't beat up on you. I didn't use my powers on you. And so um, she's like, listen, Hive didn't share with us. We shared with him, but he didn't share with us. And Simmons is like, listen, um, we've found this missile silo, um, and Daisy's like, um, Daisy confirms that Hive and his people are going to, will be there before them because they've yeah. decided that he's going to launch this missile and they're trying to figure out the places he so, can go. So you realize at this point, because confused. Yeah. That, because at the very end of the last episode, they, uh, Talbot tells them that he's. Oh, by the way, it's a missile. By the that way, he stole. it was a missile that he took. Yeah. Um, and so this is where we, okay. So they're, they are moving forward with the last storyline but now they've already found the silo they're headed toward it whatever what's well, what went silent five hours ago or something yeah yeah that's what that's what she leaves her with what okay and so we go to said silo and james is there dun, 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 james and he um he has the guy in charge uh you know of the launch codes fire the missiles and Guerra is there who hasn't been around. We haven't seen in a month. Yeah, we haven't seen him in several episodes. Um, and so he has set the sensors so that if S.H.I.E.L.D. 
starts approaching that they'll they'll you know ping them or whatever yeah because i talk about the cloaking mm-hmm. stuff and you're like oh so they're gonna see them if they show up and then and then they don't then they don't um, which made no sense to me yeah if they have it calibrated specifically for the cloaking, how did they not see them? I don't care if they came up out of the water or not. It was a not. little too convenient for me. Um, and so this is when we go back to Daisy, and she's talking to Gemma, and Daisy's like, listen, um, you know you can't shut down a launch without kill codes. And Simmons is like, mm-hmm, we, we understand what's going on. And she's she's kind of cold toward her. She is. She's but I don't being know very... If, I don't know if it's... Well, it's, okay. it's in like you beat up my boyfriend, you beat up Mac, whatever, no. or if it's trying to save herself from being too invested in the situation. My opinion is she's being clinical. As a way of like... As, as a way of holding herself... We're on a mission, we've got to get shit done. Holding her emotions in check. That's what I, was, uh, that's what I would think clinical. because Simmons is not a vindictive person. No. Except for with Ward. And then she super is... But, yeah, for the most part, like, she understands that Daisy was under control of Hive. So, um, so we go to uh, General Talbot, and he is doing a little video conference with uh, General Andaz. And he's like, hey, I need a, I need a kill code. And Andaz like, please, sir. No. Uh, he's like, he's, he basically is like, read your manual, dipshit. We have procedures for this. Um. And the whole time he's talking to him, Fitz is doing, like, important things on his computer. And um, they end the transmission, and he's like, I got it, to Talbot when uh, when the transmission is over. And so it's you're like, oh, dear God. Really awkward conversation. And Talbot keeps looking to the side. And how did the other dude not pick up on that? That's really suspicious looking. Because that, even, even if they don't think, ooh, Talbot's working with whatever... It's like, is Talbot being coerced? Because he kept looking to the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, and so it turns out that uh, Coulson is headed for uh, the building where the kill codes are kept. Okay, so they tell him, they tell them, they didn't know where the kill codes were being kept. Yeah, because he mentioned they told them. the administration building of whatever, whatever. So how was, how do we know, how does Phil know that he's in the right city? I guess they just assumed it was Washington? Question mark, question mark. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we go back to Mac's side of the game, and they show up at the silo, and um, they've done they've done the, the bullshit, cloaky shit, and I, I glossed over that because it was kind of stupid. And I'm with you. I'm, I didn't quite understand it, so I thought it was just like, whatever. Um, and so he, Lincoln says that him and May, who are working together again, um, they'll get the uplink. They'll get to the uplink in time. We're like, okay. More of, I'm not quite sure what's going on Yeah, here. it's very, very confusing. It's all happening very, very, very quickly. Very quickly. And I'm like, I literally was texting you. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. It was great fun. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, Yo-Yo and Mac split off and they're going to go do something separate. Um, so this is, <laughs> this okay, was this, really cute. This has got to be the best scene so Fitz has got all his little motion mocap, uh, like stuff all over his face, and he, he is no Andy Circus. No, he is just not. Just want to say. And so he stands next to um, next to Talbot, and they're gonna like contact the undersecretary, and so because Fitz has duplicated this general and as, 
And so um, he fits as this general orders the guy to hand over the kill code. Now, wait, you're glossing over the best part of this scene. What? The absolute best part of the entire the episode he's pull, he is pulls? Fitz imitating a monkey. He did imitate a monkey. Extensively. But it was before they did the transmission, right? It was before they did the transmission. And uh, Talbot turns to him and says, you know, he's an inch taller than me. And he has to go like, and grab oh, something shit. to stand up on and gets back just in time. Yeah. But the whole monkey thing was the yes. best part. Fitz enjoys monkeys. He does. Would somebody please buy that man a monkey? I know. That's see later when Gemma starts talking about scuba diving. That's what she should be doing. Be like, honey, we're gonna go play with the monkeys. See, not the fish, not the fish, the monkeys. monkeys yeah, but we whatever. have some feedback on that later. So. Oh, good. And so, um, the guys like, um, I can't just hand over codes like this. Like, somebody has to be here to receive them. And Talbot's like, I have a guy that's coming, and he's totally got the right clearance. Yeah, they have to be in person, everything. yeah. You know, and so we see, um. We see Colson drive up, and he picks up the code, and he doesn't even have to leave his car. Cur- like that curbside is, service, that's man. That's some good service right there. And I was trying to look at his badge. Does it actually say Phil Colson on it? I don't think it does. Okay, I hope not. Because I think he was pretending to be somebody else. He's because because he's dead. He's super dead. Just saying. So we go to Guerra, and uh, he, re- you know, the the launch sequence has begun, and this is just super jumpy. Um. Because, the, uh, well, this is the point where he pulls up and he gets the kill code. And I'm just like, okay. He hands him, like, the briefcase or whatever. And so... Um, and tears off. Yeah. He's gone. And so May and Lincoln are accessing the uh, security feeds in the system. And they, they get the CCTV up. And, um, of course, they're now watching Hive um, and everybody in the launch uh, area. And so this is when Colson pulls over and he's like... Okay, get ready to type, cause it's a, it's not it's like it's a book. It's a book. It's it's like it's like a page full of just like blocks of, of letters and numbers. And so he starts reading the code off to Fitz, who's typing it in and sending it to the team, cause he was like, I thought better that type was fast. Kind of funny. Yeah, I did too. See, it's just little bits and pieces here and there that were really cute and fun. Yeah. Mixed in with all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because you know I love it when the team works together and even dads in yes. the field. So when they are a team, yeah, exactly. I miss that so much. Yeah, and so we go to uh, Gemma, who's still with Daisy, and um, Gemma's like, "What did Hive mean by absolution?" And Daisy's just like, "Listen, uh, he said it like a butt ton of times, and he literally thinks he's the savior of their people, of the Inhumans." And you're just like, "Okay." Yeah, this is the new fucking closure, isn't it? It is. It is. He says it over and over. And I think he said it several times the previous he episode has. as well. Um, so this is when the launch stops and Gear is like, Oops. Oh, what the fuck? And he can't override it. He can't override the override. Imagine that. I know, isn't that crazy? And so Hive's like, Shield is here. Da, da, da. And he's like, bypass the override. And the scientist's like, um that he Poor like Radcliffe. yells at. He's like, I, I don't, I don't know how to do that. I'm not, I'm not like a, like a, you know, rocket scientist. <laughs> I'm a biologist. And, um, he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to kill you. And Radcliffe's like, you know what? You know what? I I'll, think I can. I, I think I can figure it out. I think I can do that. Bless his heart. <laughs> so, Poor Radcliffe. I know. And so, um, this is when he's been given two of the primitives. 
to like they're very help, useful this way to like help him sure and so they're gonna take him to the to the uh area where he can override i guess and um this is when hive tells gara that he's like i'm gonna show shield my rage for the very first time and i'm like what have you been like petting kittens over here <laughs> like what the fuck is what have, what the fuck have you been showing them up until now i don't know I'm like puppies and hive you are such a drama baby there's not a reason. that Ward never was. Well, uh, there's a reason, apparently, you inherited Drama Baby Ward. Because just between the two of you, good God. <laughs> so we go to Lay and Minkin. Wow. <laughs> I have not had a drop of alcohol. Wow, maybe you should. <laughs> so we go to May and Lincoln. And um, they're, you know, they're still watching Hive on, on, the, on the cameras. And um, so Lincoln's like... Uh, because Hive orders everybody to bring the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents to him. And so Lincoln's like, um, apparently, let's let's pick the most horrible time to have a chat. Because he's like, you know, Andrew didn't die for, for, for nothing. Well, and May's like, okay, anyway, let's not talk about this. I think May's trying to bring Daisy back around. She's being mom. Yeah. She's trying to bring Daisy back around. And what kills me, though, is that... Um, I totally forget. Oh, she doesn't get to finish her story. Yeah. She starts out and she's trying and and then I've never really told anybody this. But what 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 what? Tell me the thing. Yeah. That yeah. I really they didn't like that, that. that. Yeah. That felt very much like I don't as a writer don't have an end to that story. So, oh, look, convenience. It sounds like one of those things that you just you do, we don't oh, have sure. an answer. Um, so this is when she, uh, she notices that there's a camera on them and she's like, oh shit, they know where we are. Um, and which, oops, I don't, you've swept for that before you decided to make that your little base, but you know, whatever. And so she goes, she's going to go secure the warhead and Lincoln is like, good luck. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're not going with her because she'll work faster without you. Um, so we go to Mac and... He's in the hallway wiring something up. And Elena's like, um, you know, you're taking a really long... Can you, like, move quicker than this? And he's like, not all of us have superpowers, yo-yo. And she's like, okay, but could you move at regular speed? <laughs> it was really cute. It was cute. I love their interactions with each other. And so she's like, we have to go rescue the hostages. And um, she's like, you know, um, she she gets him to, to reaffirm that he will use the uh the vests against them if he deems it necessary because hurry up but we're gonna have a heartfelt conversation all of a sudden i know because she's like she'd rather die than be anyone's slave and i'm like okay again now is not the time no. to have this talk no and so max like um this mission is too dangerous for you and he gives her the crucifix back and she's like base not a crucifix not a crucifix a cross. <laughs> And she's like, whoa. Don't, I don't want to offend anybody, you know. Yeah. She's like, whoa. Like, What's I gave up? that to you. Don't give it back. And so What's he takes it, it back. She she says it's not a rabbit's foot. Yeah. She's like, this isn't a good luck rabbit's foot. Like, I gave that to you because it's a symbol of faith. And so Mac takes it back. And so, because, of course, the audience knows that that necklace is there when whatever, whoever blows up. And so the, now plays the game of musical and thus begins uh, musical necklace the musical necklace and oh my gosh yeah that felt kind of like a cheap ploy oh well sure like it it wasn't it didn't feel like one 
It was one. Like I'm like in of, my opinion. Of all the things you you're gonna tease me with this fucking necklace all episode. And it get passed around <sighs> and around. Didn't it though? Oh my gosh. There's a joke in there somewhere that's pretty <laughs> offensive, I'm sure, but I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> um, so this is when we go back to we go back to dad and he shows back up the base and Fitz is like Okay, so I walked Mac through the procedure, and at this point, you're still like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, they on. show they show this big circular thing yeah. that's on a countertop or something visually, and you're still like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And so, um, this is when Fitz is like, well, uh, we've done all we can here. It's out of our hands. It's it's with the team in the field, and um, Colson's like, yeah, you know, the the field team is is fighting. All the soldiers and all the geniuses and all the astronauts and all the everybody that that Hydra has ever sent to let Hive snack on them, they're fighting all of them because they're all in Fun Hive's times. head. Fun it's times. Like, well, that's a good. That's a good rallying speech there, buddy. But on in hindsight, though, with what they do to Hive, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they're but because using you it against had, him. but because we had no clue what was going well, like, to happen. This this line of conversation made no sense whatsoever. We're like, Dad, why are you bringing that up? God, Appreciate you're harsh you. and our mellow here. And so this is when uh, Simmons reports back to them that Daisy's awake and she has still has no idea what the fuck absolution means. Um, and Colson's like, we have to keep digging. She's like, this is awful. Um, <laughs> I just this whole thing that like Daisy, I think it was all the Daisy stuff like just did not sit well with me. It was not even that. It was the the weird crossing around trope, not tropey, but twisty, turny, yeah, fast paced storyline that seemed unconnected until it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Like I can't even really put my finger on why this didn't do anything. It just for did me. not work. No. Um, so we go back to the missile silo, and um, <laughs> Radcliffe is trying to figure out how to bypass, how to override the override. I think Radcliffe was probably, next to Fitz's monkey, yeah. Radcliffe was probably one of my favorite parts of the show. Oh my god, I he love was, him so he much. He was so great, and the primitives are just like hanging out, and he's like, okay, have you... Like, do you remember anything? Like, can you can you wield tools? Like, do you remember anything from who you used to be? And so they, they like, like, what doesn't one of them, like, pick up a hammer, hammer. and mm-hmm. one of them picks up, like, a pipe or something? And it's just like, okay, well, you can, yeah, apparently, like, they can it, go, okay, pick this up and do the thing, mm-hmm. and they'll do it. They'll follow instructions, okay. Whatever. Um, so Hive shows up where Lincoln is. And right away, we both called bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Because, because Lincoln is an inhuman. And why the fuck wouldn't he go ahead and just be like, control him? Immediately, he should have swayed him. Right yep. then. Why the <laughs> hell is Lincoln wearing the freaking vest if Hive is just going to ignore the whole... He's like, I can't wait to bring you to our side. Then As do I continue it. to talk about it and not do it. And it, it would have saved Hive's life. Uh, a bunch. So, I mean... Hive could Hive could easily have won. Yeah. At this point, had he just taken over Lincoln. Yep. So, um, he's like, oh, I knew taking Daisy from you would hurt. And you're like, again, why are you, why are you monologuing? You trash can. Mm-hmm. And you're not the fun kind either. Nope. Um, so this is when Phil goes to see Daisy. And he's like, Fitz entered the kill code in on time. 
And he's like, we'll update you as soon as, you know, we have an update. And he's like, he reassures her that he's like, you're only here temporarily as a prisoner. And he's like, nobody blames you. And she's like, I deserve to be blamed. And so this is when we continue on the Daisy self-guilt train. Which, like, I get that she feels guilty, but they've, like, they've all had shit that they felt guilt about. But also, she's still having to deal with the withdrawals. Yeah. And he points that out. And he's like, listen, um, you know, your brain is going through drug withdrawal, basically. And um, she's like, no, that's that's not what it is. And he's like, yeah, that's why you feel this. No, that's really. why you feel this shitty. And um, because she keeps saying that she should be permanently locked up. And, you know, she shouldn't have uh, any of their friendship anymore. She doesn't want any of their pity. And um, and he's like, yeah, okay, you were brainwashed. And she was like, so is Ward. And I'm like, okay, that was a little different. That was actual brainwashing. Like, this was a chemical thing that you... Yeah, you know? it's a little bit different. And what what bugs me also, also about okay. this scene is Coulson asks her about absolution. Again, because apparently in the last five minutes, she didn't go, she's oh, remembered something. Oh, by the something. way, like, I know all this stuff. But, like, making comparisons between her and Ward, because, like, I will grant you, <laughs> grant you. Uh, see what you did there. <laughs> Ward was brainwashed as a little kid. Like, he was in a yeah. fucked up family environment, and then Garrett came in and took over and you know was this merciless teacher and got them all involved in hydra and whatever whatever that does not make ward blameless but like daisy literally had no physical control over her over what she was doing so i mean even even with all the brainwashing and shit like ward did end up having choices but i i think they were trying to force a parallel between her and ward i think they were too and it did. It felt forced. Um, so this is when we go back to um, Hive and Lincoln, who's who's still not still not taken over. And um, Lincoln's like, uh, or Hive is taunt, still continues to taunt him, and he's like, "I gave her a sense of happiness and belonging that you could never give her. I made her whole." And you're just like, "Oh!" St- the whole time I'm shouting at the TV, "Why are you not doing your thing? This is what you do." He's inhuman. You know he's inhuman. Yep. Yep. Why? And, and so he he offers. That's the thing. Like, he offers it to Lincoln. And I'm like, why is it so important that Lincoln chooses this? Oh, yeah. Because, anyway. And so Lincoln steps out and he's like, because at this point I think Lincoln was still hiding behind, like, a bank of servers or something. Whatever. And he's like, you're never going to see Daisy again. And Hive's like, okay. Uh, you wanna you wanna go after this body? Fine. Um, I'll just get another one. Well, he, yeah, he says oh, maybe I get somebody from Shield. So, are we supposed to believe that he didn't take him over because he had intended to use him, like as a take him over, take him over? Well, see, that's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> Did he like him? Like him? Well, that is, if if that was the case, which actually makes a little bit of sense because. I don't know that he would want to necessarily... Well, I don't know, because I don't know that he would want to necessarily take over an Inhuman rather than a regular person, because then he loses mm. an Inhuman soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't fucking know. But then Lincoln runs off, So and it was almost like, like he was... 
he was threatening to take over Lincoln's body. Maybe that's, but you're right. He he could use Lincoln as a soldier. Again, why didn't he do yeah. the little Sandy thing? Yeah. And, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, the second Lincoln came around that corner. As quick as he did it with all the other Inhumans. I know, with Daisy, it was, like, instantly. Yeah. I have access to you. I haven't, this might be my last chance. I mean, isn't that the whole point of the this missile that he's out there? Yeah, is that he wants to, to infect all these people. Okay. No, the, I cannot explain this no. other than they had to get to their end point. Yeah. So even so, why not use Joey in this scene as a character? Yeah. Why and then Lincoln, Lincoln could still be there at the end. Exactly. So whatever. So we go to Colson and Daisy who are still talking. And um, he again, he reiterates the whole like he was in your brain. Like, it was a physical thing that was and in your brain. And he's trying to explain that to her. And she's like, nope. Um, I want to feel the pain until I find Hive and I get my revenge. And Coulson's like, okay, like, I totally get the whole revenge thing. Like, I totally understand that. See also Grant Ward. But <laughs> all it does is it's going to hurt you further. Because he's he got what he wanted. And even though he probably can't have... Closure because Ward is no, (laughs) no, don't say it. And so this is when Daisy's like, "Put me in the memory machine so I can remember." Okay, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Because she wants to like relive it all and make it. She doesn't want to forget. She wants it. I'm like, "Wow, okay, that's seriously a self-destructive person." Oh yeah, yeah, and I, I guess I don't like what this turned Daisy into Mm -mm. at all because I feel like. The Daisy in the sky we knew would have fought this more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And but I'm with like, the chemicals in her brain, I mean, I understand where they're coming from with what they he did to her brain and everything. But can we give her some supplements or something? Like, can we medicate at least to soften? Because, I mean, like, she's talking extreme shit. Serious. Like, she's talking about self-harm. Yeah, exactly. Because basically she wants to torture herself by remembering... Because that's healthy. ...the pain that she gave to her friends. Like, that is some, like, high-level shit. It is. And so, yeah. Um, and so Colson's like, nope. Um, we do have the machine out, but it's totes not for you. Why did he even tell her that? I don't so know. So that, okay, I know why. So that we know what that was that... So the audience goes... Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Because then we go to, um, we go to Mac and Yo-Yo who Lincoln finds them in this hallway and, um, Mac's like, we need more time. And, um, of course, Hive is like right behind Lincoln and uh, Yo-Yo, <laughs> Yo-Yo is completely done with Mac's shit. So much. And she, <laughs> she uses her powers to like hook everything up, uh, super, super fast and, of course, then they use Lincoln's nebulous um, lightning powers to charge it. At this point, I have to believe it's electricity. It has to be. Like, that's the only thing that really makes sense. But it's so precise. Yeah. But whatever. But, but, but Lincoln has no control. Yeah, but, the, like, think about, like, the certain amperage that's needed to not blow a system up. But, but yeah, but Lincoln has no control. Lincoln has no control. Um, and so he charges the machine, and Hive gets caught in it. And this is, of course, the memory machine. And it machine. goes psychedelic. And he goes It on was a, pretty sweet. He goes on a bad trip. Very, very... This is what I would imagine LSD would be like. He got some bad acid. 
And so, um, but what disappointed me about it was we never really, I was really hoping to see somebody's memories that we didn't like easily f- recognize yeah. because there's been supposedly like hundreds of people that they've sent over time yeah. to this other to sacrifice to hive. And he's been to all these different people yeah. and all we see is Grant and Will and dude's brother. Yeah. Gideon's brother. And you're like, okay. Um, yeah, because he gets, he gets like, really overwhelmed like by... Like, a woman would have been nice. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. So, he gets really overwhelmed by all these memories, and Yo-Yo, um, they're, they're taking this, uh, advantage of his distraction. Yo-Yo is gonna go rescue the hostages, and, um, Lincoln's, Lincoln tells Matt, because Lincoln has to hold the charge for the machine, and he's like, I can't do this much longer, and Matt's like, okay, but, uh, we gotta get the fuck out of here then. And so we go to uh, Team Bad Guy, and uh, Gira and James are there, and they show up to see Hive freaking the fuck out. And Which was rather funny. Yeah, it kind of was. It was great. It was, I don't think it was James meant and to Ge- be that funny. James and Gira's reaction to him, they you like, believe me? And they're like, yeah, sure, boss. Yeah. We, we believe they're you. like, boss is freaking the fuck out. Because Hive starts rattling off, like, whole um, passages of... Of wardisms, and then uh, he starts talking, you know, through Will, and then um, and he he tells he tells he's like Gemma, run, and they're like, what? And then, no, no. And then he starts talking uh, like he's Gideon's brother, and so you're just like, well, this is screwed up. Um, and so we go to <laughs> we go to, we go to um uh Radcliffe and the primitives. And they're trying to pry, pry open this panel, and um, May runs in and orders them uh, down at gunpoint. So I thought that was interesting that they recognize, they have enough faculty to go, oh, that's a gun, that can hurt me, that can kill me, I need to do what this lady says. I, there's no rules here, and it, it's yeah. strange. But yet another primitive just comes but, right behind her and attacks her. But are they actually reacting to the gun, or are they reacting to Radcliffe's reaction? don't know because they've mm-hmm. been told to follow him mm-hmm. and that's the thing like are the primitives like um when hive goes boom are they still like hanging out we don't know are they able to be controlled at that point we or is it know. only if hive gives them orders like i like i don't know how that how they work and so may gets attacked by another primitive and she fights she starts fighting him and um so <laughs> We see Radcliffe notice that May's uh, gun that got knocked out of her hand. And you're like, okay, I don't know where this is going, but all right. Um, so Yo-Yo goes and she um, goes to the to the to all the military personnel that are stuck in the silo. And she, um, she takes out the guy that's guarding them, which is another primitive. And I'm just like, okay, this is the majority of your workforce now, Hive. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is when we go back to Hive, who's, again, continuing to freak out. Oh, I loved how Yo-Yo had to go, like, come on. Yeah. I'm here to rescue you. And they're like, whoa? And yeah. she's like, get out! Come on. Yeah, okay. She has no time for this shit. No. She has no time for she anybody's shit. She has no time shit. for anybody's shit. <laughs> I love her so I much. I know, she's great. I hope we see her next season. Which, of course, I was like, please don't kill her. I was worried. I know, please don't die. And so uh, Hive is there, and he's doing the Grant Ward thing again. And Gear is like, "Anyway, boss." So, um, he's and Hive starts talking about 
the connection and again with the with the fucking connection and um so he's he's like uh we need to de- disconnect the warhead for absolution and Gara's like okay that's an order i can follow that i got it okay gotcha that's not crazy and, talk and james is like you want to explain it to me bro yeah yeah but james goes with him um so they leave hive just like continuing to kind of go through all these memories and um, we see flashes of him um, at the end of season one with Vince Fitzsimmons dropping dropping them off the um, off the bus um, into the ocean, and so you're just like, okay, this is like Grant Ward's greatest hits, and um, and by greatest I mean terrible. Then we go to May, and she's continuing to fight the primitives, and then um, barely Radcliffe ends up shooting one of them with her gun, and he's like, for the love of God, take me out of here. <laughs> and Speaking of somebody who is done. <laughs> so done. And then this is, of course, when uh, Gear comes in. He, he starts, uh, you know, levitating the warhead um, away from the missile to just get the warhead out. And May's like, hey, buddy. Wait, wait. Uh, what? No, she's oh, yeah. saying, wait, wait. Okay. Take, give, leave that here. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from or so. Help me. <laughs> And so May tells Radcliffe that she's like, listen, we have to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And so they run to join the others. And um, they're headed for the Quinjet. But, of course, Hive comes out. And he's like, what did you do to me? And I just really wanted somebody to, like, shout at him or something to be like, something quippy. Yes. And I just, I didn't get that. I don't know. If Dad would have been there, Dad would have made a joke. He would have. He totally would have. He would have done a bad dad joke. Um, So this is when... uh, Elena uses her yo-yo-ness to drop this, like, homing device I at Hive's feet. And then um, this chamber drops down. Like, like it's a, it's not a holding. It's not one of their holding cells. It's, like, one of the gel. It's a gel chamber. The gel chamber that mm-hmm. the ATCU was using for stasis. And um, it traps Hive. And it fills up with okay, all so, its jelly goodness. So now smoke... <coughs> Turns into gel. Yeah. By the way. Just gonna... And he's yelling the whole time, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. yeah. To no end. And yeah. he is now a jello mold. Yay. So... Shh. I was like... I was like, well, this is far too easy. And that's Wait, what we... Because ke- we were like... kept saying. We were like, we have 30... This is only 30 minutes into the show. We've got an hour and a half left. Yeah. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Yeah. Too easy. That's what I kept going. This is way too easy. Too this easy. is way too easy. Too easy. Um, so Daisy hears the team coming back and um Colson goes on the Quinjet and they're like, Hey, look, look what we got, boss. Um, and Talbot's there, and Talbot's like, All right, you did good. Um and Colson's like, Okay, well, they're the warheads like Yara's still got the warhead. And so Talbot's like, Okay. So we need to be able to reverse the process for all these all these people left behind that were turned into these weird inhumans. And um, May's like, I, I think I have somebody for that. <laughs> she brings in Radcliffe and um, he's like, uh, no, I, I like he's like, I developed the formula, but I did it under duress. I was a, I was a captive. Yes. And I'm a victim here. And he's like. And he totally was. He really was. I mean, you can't tell me he still wasn't getting science jollies off of this. No. But yeah. He was scared to death the he entire time. He was. He was time. terrified. Totally. Because I've threatened to kill him like a hundred times. <laughs> like every five minutes. Like, I'll kill you. And so he's like, basically like, 
I don't know what I can do because the the whole thing's irreversible. And um, so Talbot's like, okay. Um, or you could make it reversible or we'll expose you to it. And <laughs> I was like... I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, Talbot. Like, I, I can't, I give you that. Isn't this where Radcliffe says to him, "I can tell by your mustache, you're a very important person." Yes. And Talbot looks at him like, "Yep." Yeah. It was actually pretty funny. It was a great scene. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, and so we go to um, we go to Phil, and um, he's telling everybody that because Fitzsimmons has stepped out now. And well, they're going to help Radcliffe. Yeah, they're they're going to go help their their new scientist friend, and um, he's like, okay, they're going to work to try to get a cure, but um, it's a it's a real long shot, basically. Like we don't know it's going to fucking work, and so Coulson's like, we have to find the base, and so Max like, okay, so you know we've sealed off the base for for when hives people come looking for him. They've sealed off the shield base because they assume hives people are going to come for him. And, um, which, that begs the question, if Hive is immobilized and unconscious in this gel, can he still control people? Yes. You think? Yes. That's your vote? That's my vote. All and right. I have backup. Ooh. I have source. Ooh. Do tell. It's later in the episode. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um... And so Coulson's like, uh, oh, well, not control, sway, S- or or at least not lose the control that they previously had. Like, there. if yes. he tells Gira to do a thing with the warhead, like he's going to continue to do the thing, right? So, um, so this is when Matt congratulates Lincoln for not sucking for once, and he's like, oh, you're going to make a great agent, and um, or Coulson, I think I said Mac, um, you and did. Lincoln's like. Yeah, about that. I know I've been bugging the shit out of you for like pretty much all season. Forever. To make me an agent. Um, except for I don't really want that. Thanks, but no thanks. That's basically what it boiled down to. And he's like, I'm going to help you stop Hive, but like after that I'm done. And so um, Max's like, the fuck are you going to do? And Lincoln's like, I'll see the world. And I was like, this should have been my sign right away. Yep. Um, and so Coulson's like, okay, so what about the whole Daisy thing? And he's like, he has nothing she wants or needs. And I was like, well, that's a true statement. <laughs> true story. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I finally agree with something Lincoln says. And so Max, like, um, is, any, is anybody going to fill Daisy in on what went down? And, um, Coulson's like, we need to stick to our security protocols. And Max, like, fuck that. And but as he walks off, he leaves the cross behind. Of course he does, and the, it's very prominently shown <clears throat> that he left it in the chair. And Lincoln says, "We gonna stop him?" And Coulson's like, "I don't think we can." No. But at this point, I was happy because Matt didn't have the necklace. Yes, because I was all about so like hot scared. potato. I was like, "Who gonna die? Who gonna die?" It's not Matt, or at least Mac. not right now. Yeah. Um. So Matt just goes straight into the containment module. It's like fuck you, security no must, protocols. No yep. And so he tells Daisy that he's like, hey, guess what? We got, we got Hive. And Daisy's like, thank you, but you shouldn't be in here. And Max's like, fuck that. I'm your partner. And so she's like, we're not partners anymore. And like, okay, I get what they were doing here because Mac tries to hug her and she fights against him. And um, 
like I get that because she's she's resisting any kind of forgiveness or anything like that or any kind of affection or right. forgiveness anything. So I get that and I get what they were doing, but don't hug a person against their will. Like if she wants to wallow in her own little pity party, like you can talk to her, but like that f- I I just think that perpetuates and I know this wasn't romantic. I just think that perpetuates the whole if I keep kissing you, eventually you'll be like, oh, you know, you know, that kind of <laughs> yeah, trope. I do. Like we're fighting, but uh, I'm going to yeah. kiss you till you shut up. So I don't know. It felt kind of like that. So that was just a little bit like, mm, but she finally breaks down and she and she hugs him and she starts crying because um, he wants to he wants to comfort her. I mean, like she was she's I'm been sure. through some shit. And he somebody needed to break through her. Yes. Spell. Yes. In a way. So he he forced her to take uh, maybe not even take it, but acknowledge his forgiveness, acknowledge mm-hmm. that he wasn't mad at her, that he does care about her. Exactly. And make her forced her to see that he cares about her. So, I mean, that was that was emotional for me. Those these are two of my babies. Um, So we go to yeah, I like Daisy with Mac. I don't I do like too. Daisy with I don't like who Daisy is with Lincoln. I, I like who Daisy was with Mac. Yeah. The way they wrote her character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Lincoln brought the worst out in her. Honestly. Lincoln brings the worst out in most that's, people. That's true. Um, so we go to Fitzsimmons who are going to work on this fucking cure. Okay, so this is one of the lulls in the story. Yes. Yes. We hit this like, and we just everything goes scrooch. And I'm just waiting for the, to other, a shoe halt. To, the other shoe to drop. Because everything up to this point has been boo, 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 And then we just stop. Mm-hmm. And, and at this like, point, we're only maybe like, what, 45 minutes in? Or so, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So Fitz, Fitz is not real um, optimistic about this whole cure thing. And um, he comes over to Gemma's station. And he realizes she's looking something up on the internet. So apparently she's not either if she's like web surfing. And, um, she's daydreaming. He's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm booking a vacation for us. And Fitz is like, listen. I'm the romantic one in this duo, not you. And she's like, well, you know what? I can be fucking romantic. <laughs> yes, she can. She's like, we've had enough shit happen. And when this is all over, I'm going to blow your mind. And you think, oh, she's going to have some sex with him. She's like, we're going to go fucking snorkeling. Take, you know, what she said was take his breath away. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something for you that will take your breath away. And he's like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my pants. And she's like, we're going to go snorkeling. snorkeling. He's like, okay. <laughs> Take him but, to see the monkeys. But this is when uh, this is when there, uh, some kind of uh, ping goes off on the computer. And um, Fitz goes to uh, inspect the um, oh, hives yeah, gel want, matrix. Yeah. And um, so, <laughs> because they, ha- they haven't brought him into the base. That's the whole thing. He's like in the holding. Yeah, he's got to check it before they. Yeah. Sign off on and it. And so as he goes, Fitz uh, picks up the fucking, picks up the necklace. And I'm just like, no, no. I was, Fitz, I think no. that's what I texted you was just like, no. No. I refuse to accept this. No. And so he puts it in his pocket because um, he he recognizes that it's yo-yos and he's going to give it back to her or whatever. And just like, mm. okay. I'm like, don't give it to yo-yo either. Can you give it to Hive? <laughs> Somebody slip it on Hive. Um. And so this is when Daisy asks Max, she's like, what was it like coming face to face with the devil? And Max's like, oh, he ain't the devil. And so, um, 
Daisy makes a very good argument that he is the devil. Yeah, because Daisy's like, well, okay, so he steals his host's memories when he takes it over. And, you know, he, she's, she's like, the worst thing about Hive is that he makes people love them when they hurt the people that they care about. It's Aww. like it's like when Alicia's uh, one of her doubles blew up, which you know from we we as the audience know when we saw it happen pre Hive, mm-hmm. she was devastated. Yes, and then you just see her smile and go, "I'm happy to comply," and you're just like, "Okay, this is kind of terrifying." A little bit, and so she does. She makes a really good case, and um, and so she's like, she's like, "Listen, Hive can't be contained. He just has to be straight up destroyed." And Max like, "Okay." Um, he's like, the devil can fill a person up with so much anger that it consumes them, Daisy. And, um, somebody has to make a choice to let the dark, let the darkness in or give light a chance to vanquish the darkness. So again, we're back with the whole light dark business. And, um, he's, he assures her that, uh, Coulson is sealing off the base and that they're safe. And right away I was like. No. Nope. Well, you shouldn't have fucking said that. No. Nope. The second anybody's like, oh, we're safe in here, something horrible breaks in. <laughs> and so this is when Fitz goes back to check the 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 uh, the gel. And there's this other agent there, O'Brien, which we had already met O'Brien. He was the dude there with Piper. Poor O'Brien. I know. Um, And he's like, oh, yeah, it's secure. But the hangar door's still open. They haven't been able to close it. Well, the hydraulics have been down. Right, because the hydraulics were all janked up, which actually was a nice callback to... Yeah, like, they actually remembered, like, that their base got trashed, so that was something. Um, Although Coulson Legs seems to have healed a lot faster than the uh, hangar door got fixed. Yeah, Just saying. did. Just saying. And so O'Brien's like, oh, look, hey, I think the parts are over here, and I'm just like, oh, it's bad. Um, And so this is when we see uh, Guerra and James in a truck with the warhead. And James triggers some kind of a detonation. And you're like, oh, shit. And um, Fitz spots this invoice. And um, this crate was supposedly the hydraulic parts. It came from a little place called Absolution, Montana. Dun, dun, dun. And he's like, oh, fuck. And, uh, of course, <laughs> the crate explodes. And um, bad shit comes out of it. And it infects O'Brien. And he gets turned into a primitive very 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 quickly very quickly yeah apparently we've got the fast acting solution uh version of of business apparently so and so um we get alarms galore now and um colson's like well there was an explosion in the hangar and Gemma is immediately like holy fuck fits her her fits is in trouble tingly sense went off and i'm like i swear to god if you hurt my Fitzsimmons simmons one more fucking time i, know. I will hurt somebody I'm so sick of it <coughs> and so um primitive uh basically all the agents are, are starting to turn into primitives and those who weren't primitives are getting pulled back into this cloud of shit by the other I, primitives i love how they take the the actors into the cloud and poof they're suddenly a primitive. Mm-hmm. You don't hear any more shell busting. No. Or, no, it's you walk into the smoke and boom, you're a primitive. Yeah. It's quite the time saver. It's almost like it's an effects saver, too. <gasps> hmm. Mm. <laughs> so, Interesting. Uh, Fitz can't get the get the door open. Because um, they're on lockdown. Because they're on lockdown. But, you know, luckily that hangar door's open, so all that smoke's going to go. No, that didn't happen. No, it didn't dissipate Because that they made a big 
the deal out of the hangar door being open. Yeah, and that cloud just stayed, like, right there. Whatever. Science? Science? Sure. Um, and so Colson's able to talk to Fitz over the intercom, and um, more agents show up. And okay, so fucking- if, they're, if, if, Simmon, if, if Fitz can't get out, how did they get in? I don't know. Okay, just asking. Were they already in? The, like, I don't know. Were they just on the other side of the hangar? It's a really big hangar. And if so, why is Fitz still standing right there? I don't know. Why don't you know? None of these know? have good why answers. Why don't you know? <laughs> because it didn't make any sense. And of course, um, <laughs> Fitz is like, uh, he tells he tells the two agents that are there with him. He's like, you can't do anything for them, so don't fucking touch him. And they open fire on the primitives, and um, now they're using night night guns. They're using night night guns, though. Yes, so you that's have to good. Point that out. And um, I'm sorry, icers. No, they're night night guns. Night night guns. Absolutely, they're night night. And guns. of course, as we were told, with regular inhumans that were under hives control, the primitives are not affected by the night night guns. And um, but Fitz and Simmons are talking over the um, over the intercom, and. Like, they're trying to go, okay, well, you could try this, but I don't have this, but you could try this. And then at one point, Fitz is like, what about the compiler theory? And she's like, yes. And Phil's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but she's got a plan. They wrote themselves into a corner. Uh-huh. And solved it with something from their old call, which I thought it was sweet that they finally did some kind of callback to their college days or their academy days. But yeah, I love how they were like, we don't have to explain it. We can just say, mm. la, la, la. We say, it's science, bitches. Yep, science, bitches. And so, um, the uh, you know, they're able to get the door open and fits. Get, is able to get out well he manages to get out with one other agent which yeah. i thought that was the he, he picked up the the fire extinguisher and starts beating them in the head i, was, mm-hmm. I kept saying hit the sh- fire in the head shoot them in the yeah. head i mean don't the shoulder is not gonna do any good just fire at the head yeah and he picks up the the fire extinguisher starts busting one in the head and i was like see see Fitz? there you see? go should listen to me more often oh no um so this is when um the primitives are, you know, they can't get through the door. Um, so they go straight to Hive and the gel matrix. And you're like, oh, shit. That's why I think he still has sway. Because it was like calling, calling because they to went, him. They, they still wanted to save their master. Their dude, their ma- yeah, whatever you want to. Their savior, their master, their lord. Whatever you want to call him. Yeah. But because he, if he was in the gel matrix and he still had no sway mm-hmm. and he had no sway over them, then they would be still banging, on, the door. banging on that door. That's but a no. good point. That's so a good point. So that's. So he's at least got some kind of at least call to them. Mojo. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and so, of course, they free hive and Colson's like, oh, shit. Okay. But. Okay, but. This is the worst in this entire episode. They 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 show you the primitives and there's like a crowd of them and you see like the gel bits and pieces all over the floor. But then they go to the screen where Coulson's looking at the screen. Yeah. Where did the box go? That was around that it. he was in. Yeah, because it was like a frame that got filled up with. Yeah, and it had a glass casing mm-hmm. on it that they were busting. But when they do the the full back full screen picture, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere, not not even pieces. Magic? Nothing. It was just gone. Like, all he was in was just gel. I, I, 
I have no answer for uh, you. Again, that hanger is magic. <laughs> it's a Pandora's box. <laughs> right? Apparently. Okay. I mean. No, don't say that because then, you know, this might turn into sleepy no, hollow and we don't want that. No, God forbid. Uh, so, um, so Mac and Daisy are watching on the screen because apparently we've now piped in security footage to, to Daisy's That That module. security protocol is working out Yeah, how's well. that going for you there? And um, they see Hive, like, emerge. And Daisy's like, oh, shit. You know, I told Hive everything about, like, our security here and blah, 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 blah. And apparently um, that the Zephyr has a high-altitude delivery system. Oops. And Max's like, holy fuck. And he's going to go warn the others. Um, but as soon as he gets out of there, Daisy's like, I'm going to bust myself out. And I'm like, this is a horrible idea. Um, Daisy's going to open the door and she's going to access the, the elevator controls for the, for the module. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize the module worked that way, but okay. I think the module works whatever way is convenient for the writer at that point I in time. I see, because the Zephyr just happens to be parked right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, Sure. So Hive is still having his memory issues um, because he's trying to figure out. I how have to f- those daily. Yeah, it's okay. Well, you don't have like fifty plus people in your head. Um, how do you know? I don't think you do. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so or Hive, do I? Hive is trying to figure out how the fuck to fly the Zephyr, basically. When of course the module shows up into the hangar, which is just terribly convenient. While he's muttering to himself. Well, yeah, and. And so Daisy shows up and I'm like, okay, she's got some kind of weird, like, I have to finish this business. And, um, this is when she's like, um, and she's like, do you remember what you did to me? And he's like, yeah, I remember. And he's like, he's like, I know you're in pain. And she steps forward. And I'm like, okay, she's going to try to, like, it's it's ill-conceived. She's going to blow him up or some shit. She's going to try to blow him up, even though we know that that won't work. And then she kneels. And I was like, this is awful. And she begs Hive to take her back. And he's like, he, he doesn't even fucking remember her name. I know they scrambled his brain, but still. Um, well, but he used, he says this, he says something pretty, but not pretty like the sky. Yeah, I caught that too. I was like, why? And then he finally remembers why? Daisy. In case we forgot that her name was Sky. Yeah, and then he remember he, he remembers that she's Daisy. And he's like, no, nah, your brain's screwed up. I can't take you back, basically, because whatever Lash did to burn Hive out of her brain made her impervious to Hive's control. Well, interesting. And so this is when Daisy freaks out and she, like, but what good is it? Hive. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the end of our first episode. Is it? I wasn't sure what one's ended and the next one started. Yeah, this was the end of the okay, I believe. first one. So, yeah. So, before we get into the second episode, I did want to remind people um, that they can talk to us. They can? They can. They can wow. email us at randomteapodcasts um, at gmail.com. Or they can get to us on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on Tumblr at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. That's right. But there's also Facebook at <gasps> facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. Or if you're lazy like I am, you can just go to our website, which is randomteapodcast.com. And if you're even lazier, you can just Google Random Tea Podcast and it will get you there. <laughs> Eventually, sooner or later, you will yes make it to the website. Make it to the website. Yeah, all of the links to all of our social stuff is down at the very, very bottom of the page. 
But you know what you can now find on our homepage? What? You can find a way to support Random Tea Podcast. How the fuck can I do that? Well, you know, there's two different ways that you can do that. Okay. You can, uh, first of all, you can click the Help Support Random Tea Podcast link and submit a direct donation. Shut the fuck up. I know. That's really cool. It's it's cool. And we've already had one donation. And that's just (laughs) really sweet. Um, It's exciting. We made noises. We did. We did. We screeched. Um, but there's that, or you can scroll down to the Amazon link and click through to it, order anything you'd regularly order mm-hmm. at Amazon, just like you usually would. It won't cost you anymore. It just gives us a few pennies off of that Absolutely. if you use our link, and that's awesome. So And it adds up. Um, the donations can be any dollar, I mean, it's got preset dollar amounts, but you can donate however or however little. I think the minimum is 50 cents that yeah. it'll accept. Um, so because we because we, we do our best, we really want all our catalog to be available to everybody at any point in time. Um, we don't want you to just have episodes available for a couple of weeks before um, or after um, it airs. So yeah, we 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 pay a little bit of a premium in our hosting to have unlimited storage, and that cycle is about to come up again. So. Uh, we, Every little bit is, is a help to us. It is. It is a help. Um, we just want to continue to bring you great content. Yay. So, yeah. Hey, you know what else they can find on the website? What? Other episodes of all our other fucking podcasts. We have other podcasts. Jesus, do we ever. Whoa. So what many. Um, Gotham, which is going to wrap up next week. So that should be Season fun. Finale. That will be exciting. I'm excited for that. I am too. Um, then there's also, um, we finished... Three seasons of Sleepy Hollow. Um, we've got the two seasons of Agent Carter, which... You can relive it over and over and you over. Can, which hopefully somebody like Netflix is going to pick her up. Um, I don't know how hopeful I am about that realistically, but I am excited um, that it's even a possibility. Um, and then we've got Random Movies. Yep. Um, and we also have the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yes, we do. And coming up soon, we will be doing... Uh, we're trying to kind of do those in order... Of, of, of the order they're supposed to be in except as new ones come out but we just released civil war yep so coming up soon we will be doing thor the dark world <laughs> shortly aka loki too yeah <laughs> i mean i know thor is like supposed to be the main character but yeah loki's loki in this. Too. yeah that's fine <laughs> that's fine so yeah um did oh oh yeah random miniseries i forgot about that oh yeah we're, our um, newest we're currently doing houdini and doyle on fox um it's a limited series and so we're smacking it under the new the new random miniseries yeah feed. that's gonna be any uh any kind of miniseries any short run television shows like firefly who only went for a season yeah uh things like that that kind of deal there's also dollhouse yeah and i've never seen that you, it only went for two seasons yeah were they two full 22 episodes? I uh, don't remember how many episodes okay. they were each, okay. but they it was only two seasons. So. Okay. Um, and I know at one point we have also talked about, um, we th- I think we're going to do a season of Leverage this summer. Possibly. Um, Somebody asked about that. about it. Yeah. Uh, but then there's, we want to go back and do the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which, again, if that is something that you would like, um, yell at us because we... We we don't we do want to take some semblance of a break this summer, but we do well, want to still put stuff out. We kind of have one forced upon us in August, so yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I won't be here. <laughs> true, true at all. Yeah. So, 
So yeah. But yeah, we yeah, we we want to give you good content and what you want. Yeah. So you got to kind of let us know. So yeah. again, that uh, email address is randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Da, da, da. All right. You ready to get back into yeah, this? Yeah, let's finish it up. All right. This one was directed by um, Ascension. Um, it was directed by Ascension? It was, yeah. Nice. That's some method stuff. They actually changed their name to... No. <laughs> um, it was directed by Kevin Tancherowin, who is Marissa Tancherowin's brother, who is Jed Whedon's wife. So this is Jed and Joss Whedon's brother-in-law. Babysitter's dog's former owner's uh-huh. best friend? Uh-huh. Okay. And Kevin's done a fair amount for S.H.I.E.L.D. He, he has. He did three episodes in season two, um, two more in season three in addition to this one, so... They, they probably have a contract with them that says you do three a season now. Very possibly. So, do you think that the second half was better than the first half? No. No? Both both just as bad? They just fell flat for again, me. Again, the eye... And I feel really bad. I know. Because it really wasn't a bad season. I mean, okay, again, we've complained that Grant Ward... If it wasn't that Him. it was Grant Ward... Yeah, exactly. The high storyline wouldn't be so bad. But it's just, it's like they suddenly just had to wrap it up and they didn't have, they, all this bottleneck stuff, they could have just easily, yeah. Yeah. I just, I really wanted to be all in for it and I just, I'm not there. Mm. And And I think maybe it's what you suggested that I'm just like in total Civil War hangover mode. Yeah. I was taken up so high by the Russos. Mm hmm. So it's almost like the movies probably need to happen after the season finale. Almost. <laughs> or maybe we just need to separate ourselves between. Yeah. yeah. Because they do. They do. They really do. They tried. And and I, I know I read an article. Phil hasn't been back in the movies since he no, got on the he TV hasn't. show. And I did read an article about how hard it is for them to reference the movies because they don't know exactly how the episode schedule is going to air oh okay and it's getting harder and harder for them to work it in because of things like that they don't know when the movie's exactly when the movie's going to come out exactly what's going to happen in the movie yeah it's got to be a scheduling nightmare well and they're they're not run by the same people anymore no they're not that stopped what season one somewhere between season one and season Something like two, that. Was it between yeah. two and three? I think it was between two and three that they lost that uh, their connection. Yeah, the the people. Yeah, that were jointly between the two. So, it, so there. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you want to know who wrote this? Who wrote this? Jed fucking Weed. Of course he did. Um. Who's it's? But he gave you what you wanted. He did, and it's Jed fucking Weed. he did seven episodes in season one, three in season two, th- three other ones in addition to this one in season three. Um, co-creator, yeah, the whole shebang, the brother. They usually bring him or Marissa or I don't know that Joss is actually written for this show. I'll go look. Okay. Um. So we start out and um Mac and Lincoln and Yo Yo are headed for the hangar because shit shit has hitteth the faneth. (laughs) And um Colson meets him and he's like, Hey, by the way, we now have twenty uh agents that are now primitives. Um, within the base. 28. So, 28. Oh. 28. How silly of me. Yeah. That's a very specific number. Yeah, because uh, Max says it's a, that's around 20, and Phil says it's 28. 28. Which I will say, okay, that to me was a good sign. That shows that Phil knows the exact consequences 
of what's going on. And that's why that the murder vest idea from uh, when he first introduced it seemed so foreign to us because that's not like Phil. This no, is like Phil. This is like, much no, more like Phil. Specifically, it's 28 people. Yes. Like, he knows how many people he's responsible for. Well, and, but again, as we've complained about so many times, where did these people come from? Yeah. How did yeah, they get here? Yeah, that's still not super clear. Um, so, what now? Joss Whedon is credited as created by for 66 okay. episodes. I don't think he's actually I'm not written for the TV seeing... show. I think it's been Jed and um, Marissa. Well, Jed's mostly. credited the same way. So is Marissa. All three of them are credited as created by 66 episodes. Oh, yeah. To be able to... Uh, I had to go to another website to find... Because IMDb lumps creator in with writer. That's right. They do. Um, so I had to go to another website to get the episodes that he had well, worked on specifically. I don't care right now. Yeah. So. So, um, so, you know, the walls just start shaking and they're like, Daisy? Dun, dun, dun. Because, of course, it's Daisy. Of course, it's Daisy. Um, and so we go to Daisy and Hive, and she blasts him. And um, he's like, oh, so we're done talking now, right? Yep. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, she's, she's a little angry. Yeah, and so. I think maybe she's hangry. <laughs> I think she might be hangry. She might be. When was the last time she ate? Exactly, I mean, seriously. Exactly. Have we given her a meal? <sighs> Probably emo Daisy would have been like, I don't deserve food. Probably. <laughs> I don't deserve this. That's terrible. She has a great shirt, though. <laughs> I do love that top. I do. I really do, too. It's a great top. I was looking but, you at know, it's, was, it is gray. It is gray. You know how I feel about gray. I, I wear a lot of gray, too. Um, so, <laughs> Fitz, no dur, reports it goes that... With everything. It really does. Okay. Fitz reports that there's been a malfunction with Daisy's containment module, which no shit, because she's elsewhere. Um, and so, they're like, oh, fuck, she's in the hangar, isn't she? And um, so... This is when, so this is when um, Phil tells uh, May that um, he's he's going to send May and Fitz to uh, kind of see if they can get eyes on what the fuck's going on. And, and this is a pairing that I don't see very often, May working with Fitz, and I like it. I, I like May working with each of the babies in they turn. Got, they, they seem to have nothing to fight against each other for. Yeah. Or, I mean. but But I like it when. We pair her with the young'uns. Yeah. Because I feel like she always well, teaches them stuff. Well, well, like, well, what I mean is, like, for example, when she's with Simmons, she's always trying to prop her up as uh, a woman of who can take care of herself. She can't, She's constantly trying to to teach her and show her. Yeah. But when she's with works with Fitz, she works with Fitz. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like she's not. She like doesn't a, think he's lacking something. She's not trying to mentor him. Yeah, I wonder why. I I don't know. Hmm. But but you see what I'm saying? When she's mm -hmm. with Daisy, she's teaching Daisy. When she's yeah. with uh, Simmons, she's trying to teach Simmons. Yeah. Uh, when she was with Hunter, she was always annoyed by him. <laughs> um, and so on and so forth. But when she's with Fitz, she's just works working with, with him. Fitz. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't really have an explanation for it but you see what i'm trying to say yeah yeah um so this is when radcliffe's like he's like man the primitives are disappointing um he's like they have all this strength but they have shitty eyesight they have kind of memories of their previous stuff and um and max like wait a minute let me let me get this straight we've got former trained shield agents with super strength now Working for Hive. Oh, sure. 
and it's like oh shit that was that was our max oh shit moment and um this is when they hear something underneath the floor and they're like oh shit they're in the vents now um so colson and lincoln are gonna go protect the nerve center is what they call it i guess it's like the server i guess um and so uh simmons is gonna go secure the lab and i'm like why are you sending simmons to secure like why is it imperative that the lab is secured can't it doesn't lockdown take care of that well that and he sends mac to go lock down the armory and i'm like the lockdown didn't do that yeah so that's where i was kind of their security protocols got some serious holes in it if it locks fits in the hangar, but it doesn't lock the armory down, it doesn't lock the server room down. It what good lock. is it? Yeah, so whatever. I'm kind of confused, but whatever. And it would be one thing if it was like, oh, we're we were in partial lockdown, and then Fitz having to get out kind of overrode. Like, the, like there could have been some semi plausible explanation for it, but we didn't but get no. that. No, um, because we never do. Yeah, because we're now cramming way too much in. Um, and so this is when they, of course, they get confirmation that Daisy took her module up to the, up into the plane. Um, and at this point, they still think she's trying to stop Hive, which she was after a certain point. But I was kind of waiting for them to get video of her kneeling in front of Hive or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, they still think it was it was all revenge. Sure. Um, so I don't know if that's. I'm sure that's how relevant its, that's going to be later. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to rear its ugly little head at some point, or they'll just forget about it. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and so they're gonna. They're like, okay, well, we need rope. And I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs> which was that was actually kind of cute. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so this is when Daisy again. She tries to hit Hive with her powers, and I'm like, okay, we tried this before and it didn't work. Why do you think that? You know, um, this is gonna work. And so she's she's attacking him, and. Um, and she's using hand-to-hand combat, which Grant Ward was she's bad now, now, she's fighting, now, made to teach her hand-to-hand combat, but she's kind of doing doing it dirty. Yeah. Because she's using her powers to block Daisy Jitsu, yeah. And I thought that was, it I was thought that was, cool. that was interesting. Yeah. I liked that like she was, was doing that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't even under hives, because like we've said before, we got the distinct impression that when you were under hives control, you had like, more control over your powers. Yes. So to see her do this after is kind of cool. Maybe and she retained. still suffering the effects, the but, after effects. But maybe it was something like, I didn't know I could do that with my powers, but I totally can now. And we see something like that I just later. I thought it was a cool fight move. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, this this fight was kind of cool. Um, and so Hive starts taunting her. He's like, killing me won't make the pain go away. And um, Daisy's... Well, his his, his his mind got awfully clear i thought that too in this scene yeah. um she stabs him like a bunch stabby babs <laughs> stabby wrong, daisy wrong show yeah yeah sorry wrong show darn um but of course like it doesn't do shit which no dur again all i can think of is one of those trick knives where the blade <laughs> goes in i'm thinking it. and i'm like she picked up the you know prop knife instead that's what i kept thinking too i was like oh jesus um and so hive is like oh i'm really sad that you won't let me in, that i can't get into your brain again and i Liar. was like liar uh, liar i kind of know why this might have made me feel ooky why it's almost like it's He's already popped her cherry, so he's not going to go there twice. Uh, I don't. 
you're getting a lot of that vibe from Daisy thing. I and do, and I just I don't I didn't really see it until you've said something. I'm like, okay, I can see it, but like, I've been in a non-sexual way, but almost, yeah. but almost like a you've been used way, and so I'm not gonna I can't take you twice, kind of a deal. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But that slash did it. Maybe that's why that didn't Which sell we well had with me. no explanation for. None. 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 And I was like, all right. Um, yeah, Lash finally gets cool and then he dies. Um <laughs> so Suddenly. Uh he he um he looks up just as Garrett and James are flying in with, with their handy dandy warhead <laughs> and um Hive knocks her ass out. So she turns to like, what the fuck is that? And he knocks her out and I'm like, Aww. Um, so James and Gira are, are, are back and they're there and, uh, they say that the, uh, shield agents sent them the coordinates and I was like, okay. Um, because Gira's going to load the warhead in hives like, um, we'll have to use Daisy to make sure shield doesn't blast in. Daisy's going to be their hostage. And um, I'm like, this is great because now we're going to take Daisy in the plane that's going to blow up. Awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, and so uh, they're going to leave most of the primitives behind to uh, mop mop up shield. I'm sure. Like, okay. And mostly to get them out of the way and they don't have to put them in costume. Yeah. Exactly. Which is good. Which it's is fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. But they explained it. They explained exactly. it. Exactly. Look at them explaining and something. And that's actually a plausible explanation. I know. So, like... A plus. A plus. Um, so this is when uh, Radcliffe catches up with Colson and Lincoln, and he's again, he's freaking the fuck out. Because as soon as he thinks he's safe, no, no, no. No. All shit's going down. Um, so May and Mac get to the armory. Of course, they've, the primitives have already gotten there. And you're like, Because the lockdown didn't work. Yeah, their lockdown sucks. So um, one of them even steps out and, and shoots Mac, but... Oh, this hurt me. Okay, really? The f- I at first really thought he was just a really bad shot. He hits I him really like did. several times. To- well, I mean, he shoots several. Quite a few several times. Several times. Yes. And, but we see like flashes of Elena um, in front of him, except for one of the bullets hit her. And at first I thought all of them did. I did too. At first I thought she kept coming back and I was like, good God, martyr much? Well, she had to protect <laughs> Mac. Yeah. Cause she's in love. She's in something. And so, um, and and I do, and I will say, Mac was like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. Later, so I was I was happy to at least see that. But, um, we get a real quick shot of uh Coulson and Lincoln reaching the nerve center. Um, and guess who's following behind? Oh, Radcliffe. Which okay. He did, he was like, because oh, before everybody took off and he's just kind of standing there going, I'll just wait <laughs> He's following here. them. Uh, but he was like, when in doubt, follow the leader, which mm-hmm. I thought was ingenious of him. It really is. He's like, I want to help. I don't know what to do. I'm going to follow you because you're the leader and you can tell me what to do later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually pretty smart. Radcliffe has okay. a very keen sense of self-preservation. I got to say it, the writing's better in the second half. I'm complaining a lot less in the second half. Yeah. And and it's little stuff. It's usually little, little stuff, stuff like that this. pisses us off. Yes. Yeah. And we nit we do nitpick because We the, do. If the story cannot hold up to nitpicking, then it just falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I have to give it to him the second you gotta, you gotta the give second it to Jed. episode. I got to. Okay. It's it's a, the writing's better. 
Okay. Not necessarily directing. They usually bring him or Marissa in for the Enders. So. They like to book in. It's kind of like Bruno Heller does that kind of stuff with uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. It's like you need you need the the captain at the helm. <laughs> it helps. For the final. Because it's important. Sure. Um, so we also get a really quick shot of um, the primitives. They're going to shut the power down before we go back to Hive. Um, and he's in the Zephyr. And again, yeah, you make a good point. Like, all of a sudden, he's pretty clear-headed. Whereas before, it was like, I'm pretty sure I can did, fly this, question mark, question mark. Did Daisy knocking him around kind of help that out some? Or, Maybe. You know. Um, but he when he was focused on talking to her and fighting her, he seemed more himself. Yes, he did. Uh, but he, he makes a point of saying, like, he's got Ward's memories and he's got Will's memories. Between the two of them, they can fly. We can figure this shit out. Pretty much, that's basically what it came down to. I think to. Ward could actually... F- wasn't Ward a I pilot? Think he could, too. I want to say he could, because he was showing Agent 31? I think he was. How to fly at one point. Because, yeah, May's not their only pilot. Maybe it wasn't... May's the, their primary pilot. But I don't think it was pilot. the Zephyr. It was a Quinjet, not a Zephyr. And I think the Zephyrs uh, are more... Yeah, I just talked myself through that. Okay. Maybe. But, you know, at least they talked about it. Um, so this is when um, Coulson uh, finds Mac with uh, Yo-Yo. <laughs> this was funny. It was it was terrible because <laughs> Yo-Yo's bleeding out, but it was funny <laughs> because Mac's carrying Elena. Mm-hmm. I, I know I keep calling her Yo-Yo, but whatever. Um, and he's like, she's been shot. We've got to get her to the med bay or med something. Med bay or like something. That. And Coulson's like. Well, nope. Mm-mm, they're right behind us, and Mac just goes. Droop. Yep, and he goes. Oh, it was yeah. It's terrible, but it was funny. Yeah, and so they get into this workshop, and they um they close themselves in, of course, just in the nick of time when the primitives are there, and so um we find Gemma is the because at this point you were texting me and you were like, who's not with the group? Who's missing? Yeah. Um, and Gemma was the odd man out at this point. Well, and I didn't realize where Fitz and May were yet. Yeah. Yeah. It just, they it, were it missing. Because it was really busy. Busy it at this Because you, you texted me and you were like, where are they? And I'm like, I don't remember. I don't, you can't. They're immortal. Um, so Gemma is all by herself and she is hiding in the furnace room. And so, um, so we get, uh, we go back to Hive and he's got the Zephyr up and um, at some point, I can't remember if it's Guerra or um, uh, James says something like, did we stop moving? And he's like, no, we're, we're going vertical now. Um, and so they're, they're ascending and Hive's like, okay, we're going to detonate the warhead at, at a certain um, altitude. Um, it's going to cover most of Europe. And so that's a butt ton of n- primitive inhuman slaves. Um, and Just so a few. James is like, so, you know, the new inhumans. He's like, there's, there's gonna be some need regular. To tweak that, yeah. There's gonna be some regular ladies left, right? Because <laughs> James mm. is concerned about his ability. He's to very get concerned. Tail. He's very concerned. And I'm like, you lived in a shack by yourself. Now you're concerned about getting some tail. Go sit down, James. You're very pretty, though. He's he is kind of pretty. <laughs> and and so um. Well, he does make another good point. What? How are they supposed to get back to Earth when they're going to blow up 
the ship? And Hive's like, no, no, no. We'll we'll use the containment module to to jettison conveniently ourselves to located. That Daisy con- thanks Daisy conveniently raised into the jet. That's the part that kills me. It's not like she just raised it into the hangar. Like, no, it no, went into the jet. No, no, which just happened to be parked right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Feel it. Feel it. <sighs> okay. Breathe. Um, and so this is when we get a shot of May and Lincoln. They're hiding in the cargo compartment. There they are. In Found the you. And I'm like, this isn't better. In Thor? <laughs> when, yes. what's, what is his name? Um, G- not, the not, Volstag. not Gimli. Volstag. Yeah. And they, found you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Or no, was that Frandy? Volstag's the big one. The not Gimli. Okay, so it's Frandiel or Ferrandiel. No, he was the one who said it. Oh, okay, Not Gimli's the one who said it. Okay. Yeah, because it's found you, yeah. Yeah, not Gimli. Because none of the rest of them are too dignified. The not Gimli. (laughs) The other ones are too dignified. Yeah. (laughs) To say something like that. Yeah. Found you. See our Thor podcast. Hell yes. And our MCU movie feed. Yeah. See what I did there? I did. See that? That was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Cross promotion. All right. Woo! With ourselves. So, um, so this is when I'm like, well, this is not good. No. Because now May's in the danger zone. Yep. But Fitz has the necklace. Yes. Fitz ha- currently has, we think. We think. No. Y- He's the last person we saw He's with it. He's the last it. person we saw with it. Okay. Um, so this is when Gear is setting the timer and it's just all a giant shitstorm. Um, and so. Because apparently Gear is a rocket scientist. <laughs> apparently just everybody saying. but. Radcliffe Everybody but Radcliffe. Is. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> the primitives are over there doing equations, but Radcliffe is They're like, I'm a biologist. Physics, 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 physics. Um, so we go, to, we go to the team trying to um, fix the gaping wound in Elena's tum-tum. Which how sh- it's a gut wound. Yeah. It's and a they're, gut they're shot. Like, okay. How she hasn't bled out already. Well, and they're saying... Also, not only would a normal person I would have expected to bleed out, but they're like, she's bleeding quicker than normal because of her accelerated metabolism. It's like she couldn't turn off the speed powers mm-hmm. because of the trauma. Mm-hmm. And so um, they need a drug that's in the lab, but <laughs> they ain't getting to the lab. And so um, Colson's like, you have what's in this room. Fix it. Well, and they fight and dad tells him to shut up. Which is basically like, uh, don't make me turn the space around. <laughs> I will stop this. He will. He will right stop now. that base and turn it around right now. <laughs> this is Wait till got, your mom gets this home. This is when he's got the hand in the back seat. Like, stop it. <laughs> wait till your mom gets here. Yeah. Wait till your when mom May gets, gets back. back. She's gonna. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> she's gonna ground your ass. Mm-hmm. Um. But this is when um Radcliffe, who is a smart smart cookie, finds a blowtorch, and we're both just like cauterize that wound. And um, he's like, basically, it's the only way to get this bleeding to stop he's with like, what the we best, have in the room. He's like, it's the best we got. Yeah. Um, they can't do it medically. They, I mean, they have to just, like, burn her. This is old-fashioned way. Although, theoretically, couldn't Lincoln have done that with his zappy-zap powers? Also, theoretically, would she not have uh, bled out internally? Also, but if he did zappy-zap her, that would, like, zappy-zap her heart. But that, yeah, see, that's okay, that's electricity. That's, that's not fire. So, But also, would that. she not bleed out internally? That's Unless it's a through and th- well, if it's a through and through, they wouldn't make that clear though. I think that w- when she was laying on the table, could you see through? There was blood bleeding Pulling. onto the table that wasn't okay. coming from the this the the top. I want to call it the top from her her abdomen. Yeah, it was coming out the back. So I'm assuming it was a through and through. Okay. But then would not would it not have hit Mac? 
I'm just wow. I just talked myself right through that and back out the other side. <laughs> you were like, oh, look, I was in this. No, because <laughs> if it was a through and through, then it's possible. But if the bullet's still in there, then she could bleed out internally. Yeah, but didn't. No, because it's like. Damn it. Family show exception. Thought I had that. Um, and so this is when um, Lincoln takes the blowtorch and he's going to do it, but she wants Mac. Because, mm. you know, Lincoln is a doctor. I keep forgetting Lincoln is a medical Lincoln doctor. Lincoln is a doctor. Um, but Elena wakes up and she's like, nope, I want Mac to do it. And Mac's like, okay. And we hear her scream. They didn't show it, though. No, thank God. So. Mm. Um, I was still very, I just knew she was going to bleed out, though. I know. I was I was really worried for my, for my yo-yo because I like her she a lot. She don't deserve that at all. Um, and Mac likes her a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when the primitives break into the lab, which I thought Gemma was going to secure. She's not in the but, lab. She's uh, in a furnace. Oh, yeah. Or not in a furnace. She's, but she's in the, like, basement. Why was she there if she was securing the lab? I, see, I don't understand. I don't know. And I was really confused about why this particular base had a furnace instead of central heat. Well, if this is the old SSR base. But that's what I remembered. It. Yeah. And, but even Mac says something about it later. To explain, and I was like, there it is. There it is. But I still don't, like, okay. I understand, like, I understand the theory behind securing the lab, but do, was, uh, to me, they didn't make a compelling enough case for, there is something in the lab that has to be secured that we have to keep away from them. Because at this point, they're going to have a full run of the base. Their research on Hive is in there? But would the primitives, like, you know, be able to... Do stuff with it? Smash. Primitive. Hulk prim, smash? Prim, prim, prim smash? No. I don't know. But they lose power anyway. So, I yeah. mean, they're like, their power's dead because they knocked out the... Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, So, they can hear Elena screaming and they kind of get distracted. Um, It was distracting. But this is when Gemma sees the furnace and she realizes <coughs> that the heat has shielded her from the from the primitives. And so she cranks the heat up, like, as she's got this big windy wheel, and it's great. So they are actually able to get Elena stabilized, which, thank goodness. Whatever, yeah. I was worried, because I was like, don't introduce a new character this season just to fuck with me. Um, So this is when Radcliffe finds uh, um, the collection of hands. That's handy. Of some... (laughs) <laughs> you were waiting all cast to make that joke, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> In your dad joke brain, yes. you were like, I will make this joke make and this it will be great. Sit right here. It's <laughs> handy. It's handy. Um, and so this is when they hear the primitives stop pounding on the door and they're like, oh, they're looking for another way in. I'm like, all right. Well, they're, okay, they're either not really smart or they're kind of smart. Like, I'm just not clear on... Whether this would be believable for the primitives. We'll explain it in a minute. So then this is when um, May and Fitz uh, pull a surprise bitch. Bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They they get out of the cargo hold and they knock out the um, primitive that's guarding Daisy. Because I guess I kind of... I know the first time we saw it, I kind of forgot that Daisy was still there. Yeah. Which makes sense because he made a whole speech about how Daisy's there. You know, to keep them from hostage, blowing but, them in the sky. Yeah, you know. And so Daisy's like, "Leave, leave me here because I'm a liability." I'm emo. And um, Fitz, <laughs> Fitz is like, "That's stupid," because um, <laughs> it is. And he's gonna get them some weapons. Um, so we go back to the base, and 
there the team is like god it's fucking hot in here and then of course this is when holden um radcliffe gets a science boner and he's like holy shit she figured it out Gemma figured out that they see with infrared and um he opens the door and he gets a primitive like can hear him but it can't actually see him and so they're like, okay, we can we can do because a little sneaky sneak. They get it up to, he said, like 100 degrees. They can move around all they wanted to. I'm like, okay, but it's 100 degrees. Do they actually, okay, we live in the south yes. of the United States yes, specifically. It gets hot here. Fucking a hot. We know what 100 degrees feels like. There ain't no breeze going on neither. It's fucking hot. Yeah. And they're still fully clothed. And running around. Yep. Yep. I, no. No. Also, this is a really efficient furnace. Boy, isn't it? <laughs> like, it heated up fast. Damn, son. And it didn't burn itself out because it used up all of Mm-mm. its fuel. And it's a big base, but, you know, whatevs. Um, <laughs> so, this is when we go back to the incredible um, Martyr Daisy show. And she's like... Um, she's like, she's talking to May. And okay, she, now wait, 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 have, wait, wait. Because this was a funny scene. Uh, Radcliffe's, you know, he goes and he opens the door and he's like, oh, we can move around. And he just goes. And Coulson's like, we need to follow him. He doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> yeah, that was adorable. <laughs> we should go with him. Oh my God. I love Phil. Rad, Radcliffe is adorable. He's great. He's and great. him and Phil together, priceless. Great. I'm not, I'm not. You are, aren't you? I am. She's shipping him. Damn it. You will not ship until anybody. Just now. You will ship anybody. Not in, I will. But not until just now. You will even do conflicting ships because you're a Felinda shipper. Mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's. Yeah. But also all these other ones. Everybody. I think everybody <laughs> should all be together anyway. So, <laughs> so th- we, we get uh, Daisy bitching to May about like. I've beat her even though she has powers. And I'm like, we have established that he's hellaciously powerful. Yeah. And I don't know why all of a sudden she thought, well, if I turn my powers on him. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, and May's like, um, listen to mom. I'm the one that made you an agent. So listen to me. And she tells. Um, and she says, I don't care about your powers. Yeah. And she's like, um, Andrew saved you for a reason, not your powers. And She's like now that still don't know why yeah but she's like but now you have a chance to balance out all the bad shit you did and this is when Gira comes in and he knocks may out because so we don't get to hear the rest of her story i know again may just keeps getting keeps getting but okay so since the kibosh I, put on so her. is since the whole calvary story is out there now yeah we still need may to be mysterious i don't like that <clears throat> and that's the thing, like, we've had three seasons, and I know we got the Melinda May episode where we finally understood the whole cavalry business and mm-hmm. why she doesn't like it, mm-hmm. and that was great. I want more May development. I want more development from the rest of the team. We have focused so much on Daisy, and that's why I think some of Daisy, this kind Daisy, of Daisy. fell flat for me, because I'm just like... Marsha, Marsha. Well, we got a lot of Mac development. We did, and that's why I was afraid they were going to kill him. We got a little Fitzsimmons development. Yeah. But I want some May development. I want some Coulson development. Now that we've got Radcliffe. I just feel like we've totally focused on Daisy. And I like Daisy. I like Daisy's guys. I don't like where Daisy characters go in, though. I don't either. Um, So May gets knocked out. And he, uh, Gira whammies um, uh, a gun. 
and um he he's gonna he's gonna aim it at Fitz and Fitz is like oh uh but I, I have a weapon on the plane designed to kill you and if you kill me then you won't know what it is and Daisy's she tries to like talk to Gira and he's like yeah no I swept the plane it, this is bullshit and um he's like show me and Fitz is like okay but you know you were you were this asshole before Hive took control of you and so but th- like Fitz shoots him and like dead yeah because he's got this invisible gun with an invisible gun and I'm like I- what where did that come from it just kind of when did that happen like and it materializes just at the right time well we see it go yeah because i don't when i'm on rewatch you could kind of see the way he was holding his hand it kind of looked like he was holding a gun yeah but where did that come from don't just know. suddenly and I, has I wish they would have made it clear because like okay if you go and i know this is a different movie studio but if you look at the x-men franchise when they imprisoned um Magneto. Mm-hmm. Guards couldn't wear anything that had metal in it. It was plastic. It was all plastic. So, did they make a gun specifically knowing that Guerra mm. can only control inorganic? No, he uh, he 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 cloaked the gun. The gun had cloaking. He just that's all it was. I think so. Can Guerra not sense that there's something he can control? But right he can't. There? But if he can't see it, can he control it? I don't know. He summoned stuff from other rooms before. But if he doesn't know it's there, I don't know. Because, like, I look at it like, and again, I'm bringing Magneto into this because I know a little bit more about his powers. I feel like he can sense, like... But we don't know that about Gear. No, we don't. We don't know that about Gear. Does he have to know that something's there to be able to move it or to think to be able to move it? Because Magneto's just real, you know, Magneto. Yeah. But um, I'm thinking, but I'm thinking that Guillermo, uh, Gira... The chairman. Guillermo? Where the fuck did that come from? That's the second time you've done that today, because you did that before we started recording. Where did that... No, that's a character from somewhere. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who you're that's thinking where I'm getting of. the name from. Yeah. Okay. But Guillermo... Oh, you know me and names, though. I just I make shit up. I know. Which apparently that's what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, even if... Okay, let's just... For the sake of argument. Okay. Guillermo can't see it doesn't know it's there doesn't know to control it right for the sake of argument okay at what point did we know that Fitz was working on a cloaked gun i did not know that i wonder if it happened and we missed it because it kind of feels like a kind of feels like a detail that fits because Fitz has dropped little hints about things that he's looking in that he's designing in the past and we see it pay off later right so i can't i don't recall him discussing it but it could have just run by so fast that we didn't notice it yeah i don't remember it but anyway yeah but so he shoots gear so gear is now he's dead now he's dead um so daisy's free yay um so even though she doesn't want to be no daisy and fitz get may pulled into the next compartment um and they i will say they have disabled the containment module so hive can't make his grand escape and I'm like, okay, how the fuck are y'all supposed to get out? And so this is when um, Fitz brings up that Daisy's going through withdrawal. Because clearly, hey, that. clearly everybody's noticing this. And the air's starting to get pretty thin. Um, because the Zephyr, although it can go pretty high, it's not meant to, it's not sealed properly um, to, to be in those super high altitudes. Um, he, he ends up giving Daisy his jacket 
And May's like, yeah, we, we don't we don't have a plan. This is as far as we got. So I'm just like, okay, I better not get three deaths for the price of one. Uh-huh. Um, and so we go back to the base, and they do make it to Coulson's office. And this is, of course, where Gemma went to meet them. And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm like, this is probably on your um, on your base lockdown procedures. Go to the director's <laughs> office. Um, and so she's, she says that um, she tells him that May and Fitz are on the Zephyr. And she's like, um, there's no way out. And Colson's like, okay, I have a way. And I'm like, yeah, dad's got a plan. Dad's got a plan. And um, he <laughs> activates a Quinjet via his hand. And at this point, again, Radcliffe has, like, now a permanent science boner over he does. his hand. He does. And <laughs> Fitz is his new best friend. He just doesn't know it yet. He just doesn't know it yet. Not yet. And he's uh, he's like, I'm going to intercept the Zephyr, um, uh, you know, on his own because he has to deal with the situation and blah, blah, blah. Because it's all his fault. Because it's he's all, the again, one who killed. Oh, my god. It's gosh. all somebody. Oh, my God. These Can people. everybody quit blaming themselves for everything? That would be great. Thanks. Appreciate you. Um, so this is when, which I will say, I was like, oh, okay, now that it's taken me, I don't know how many, ever since we stopped having the bus, it's been. I miss the bus. I miss the bus. I understood the bus. I know, Now right? it's like, okay, the Quinjet is the baby jet. Or the Zephyr is the baby jet. The Quinjet's the bigger jet. No. The Zephyr is the big one. Zephyr's the big one and the Quinjet's the, the little one? They have several little Quinjets and one big Zephyr. Okay. See, I still get them mixed up. The Zephyr is like, the Zephyr is the bus. Okay, so he's sending a little jet to dock with the baby or with the big jet. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Thank you for keeping me honest. Because it's sneaking the little Apparently, one. Apparently, if big it's one. not the bus, you I can't, don't understand it. Because you can't sneak the big one onto the little one. Gotcha. It's all these fancy words. I gotcha. Know. <laughs> so, um, Hive sets some coordinates on their Zephyr, and um, he does seem way more in control of himself. And um, this, this. Oh wait, wait, we we skipped over. We did. Um, Fitz giving Daisy the jacket because she was shivering. I didn't skip it. I mentioned it. Did you? Yeah. I was not paying attention. Awesome. And I admit it. Glad. Okay. Glad that you are All present right. for our podcast because it was very important. <laughs> You're such a dork. Um. So this is where James starts asking about like, hey, can we make these primitives hotter? Basically, is what. It boils well, down to, to well, I think I think he wants something a little more useful. Yeah. I think he needs a friend because he's like he needs a friend. Is this all there is? And uh, this is when a primitive and it reminded me of like a cat bringing a dead thing to its master. Like, look at look at what I brought you because it's like here's the dead gear corpse. Hive is like he he orders James to find their stowaways, and I'm like. Really, Hive, with all your, like, five billion people in there, you couldn't figure out that, like, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to get get one up I know, on you. I know. Like, it's going to happen. Um, and so we see the Quinjet uh, dock with the Zephyr, and um, Hive is going to go um, say hi. Hi. I'm sure we'll... Welcoming committee. Yeah. He's going to monologue again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when Daisy and the others, um, they hear the docking, and they know what's going on. And so she's like, somebody knows what's going on. And May's on. like, let's get the fuck over there. And this is when Daisy finds the cross in <gasps> Fitz's pocket because oh. Fitz puts the jacket on her. And she, of course, you know, we all get the flashback of, oh, that was there when the thing blows up. In case up. you had forgotten. In case you had forgotten. And so she's like, oh, I know what happens next. And you're just like, 
Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. So Hive goes and he finds Coulson. And Coulson's like, you know what? I'm prepared to die. And we need to stop your ass. And um, Hive's like, um, if you blow up the Zephyr, you're not going to stop the formula from being released. Like, I'm still going to kind of By win. By the way. I'm still going to kind of win. Um, but H- Coulson's like, okay, but they won't be under Hive's influence. Yeah, they'll be primitive and it's going to suck, but at least they won't be under your influence. And I'm like, mm, that's a big logic leap. Um, so he blames himself for killing Ward. Again. And unleashing Hive. And Hive is like, oh, yeah, um, I'm supposed to like be the advocate or the whatever for all inhumans. And again, he sees himself as like this messiah kind of figure. And Coulson's like, yeah, I wanted to protect the inhumans. And... um. This is when Hive is like, you're hiding something. And he's like, I think I can take your body. And then, you know, because I had thought about this before when Hive made the pronouncement of, I can take somebody else in S.H.I.E.L.D. I was like, well, you'd take Dad. Well, of course, he'd have to. If anybody, it'd have to be Because him. Dad still has the most power. Well, and he says uh, he's, he's a leader. Yeah, Phil Coulson could- is known to other agencies, like, so, well, there's that, but there's also, he would take part of Phil's personality, Phil's memories. His knowledge. His knowledge, and that leadership part of his personality would be of more use to Hive than, yeah. say, um, Fitz. Fitz. Yeah. I was trying not to go to Fitz, but. Yeah. Or May. Yeah. I don't know, May would be pretty useful. May'd be damn useful. Mm. You could kick all the asses. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, and so um, this is when uh, Hive is going to, he's going to like sidle up to Coulson. And I'm like, again, you still haven't taken him. You could have quite easily. Um, And he's like, oh, I'll take the body and I'll tell everybody that you finally defeated. But this is where we see Hive's face. Yeah. This is the reveal the big of Davy Jones himself. Of Davy Jones. It really really was Davy Jonesy. And. Honestly, like when we got the full frontal, I was like, oh. The full right. frontal? The full frontal. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, we had seen the, the back of him. But full frontal? Yeah. I had to make a dick joke, okay? Okay. It's, no, it's fine. It's I had fine. had to put one in there. It's fine. Put one in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one was better. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> and so this is when he's like, oh, we're both, we're both, uh, leaders and and um except and feels like except for <laughs> yours don't have a choice um they have to follow you and uh he's like you know i knew my team wouldn't listen to me because of course this is when macalena and lincoln uh oh, sure. board and you're like of course because nobody fucking listens to dad <laughs> so, no. and then this is i love this part this was great this was so phil um, Coulson's like, it re- you know what it reminded me of? What? In Guardians of the Galaxy. When he's like, when, um, Ronan's like, what are you doing? And, and Quill's like having a dance off. And Quill's like, <laughs> I'm a distraction, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It was a great scene. Um, cause Phil's like, I'm a distraction. Dummy. And Hive tries to grab him and he realizes that, um, it's a hologram. And, um. He's not happy, and he, Rawr! it's great. It's great. Well, that's not the best part of the scene. What was the best part of the scene? Tell me the best part. Because Coulson says, I've always wanted to do this. <gasps> oh, yes. 
Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only... only... <laughs> <laughs> he saw his chance and he took it. And like, I know a lot of people, and I'm sure this is rightly so, This there's some cynicism because Disney now owns Star Wars and they're shoving it down our throats every chance they get. I don't care. I don't either because Phil is a giant nerd. He is. And you know he would do this. He would do this. You know Clark would do this. So no I was about to say I really wonder was this Jed or was this Phil? I mean Clark. Clark, They're the same person. Yeah. Because sometimes. Clark is a giant nerd. He is a giant um, giant nerd. Ming-Na is as well. Ming-Na is the biggest Star Wars nerd Mm -hmm. on her Instagram. Like May the 4th. Yeah. She was all up in that shit. Yeah. She is a giant, giant nerd. Yeah. So I think. Bless her so much. I, I think it's more that you get a bunch of nerds together to make a nerdy show and you give them like this company I work for now has the rights to fucking start. I mean, I, wait, I can make Star Wars. Yeah, they're going to use it for like free. Yes. Fuck yeah. Well, Lucas <laughs> used to be a pinhead about. Star Wars mm-hmm. rights. So now yeah. that anybody and everybody can, you, you know, because Disney owns everything. Yeah. They're going to own the world. They're I the, know, right? They're, they're the new Time Warner. <laughs> they're going to own the world. The world. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I am too. I'm kind of it's okay fine. with that. It's fine. So, yeah. So that was great. Giant dork that he is. <laughs> I would have done it. And so this is when we go to the real Phil. And he's like, okay, Hive's going to be coming. And um, they head for the cargo bay, and um, James shows up, and he attacks Lincoln, and Lincoln shocky shocks him, and um, May shows up with the others, and she, May just punches James out. Like, May As is, he deserves. May is so fucking done with all this. If anybody needs to punch out James, it, needs to it be would May. be May, yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't like, oh, I had to flirt with you. Um, <laughs> this is when Daisy sees Lincoln, and... Um, they realized that uh, James energized the gun that was on Lincoln's belt with his little, like, whatever powers, molten whatever powers. Yeah, because so, it's not really the Hellfire stuff we know from, no, no. love from the comics. It's, no. it's a weird... Yeah. I don't know if that's my description it's of it. It's kind of like Hellfire mixed with Gambit at this point. It is a little bit. Um, And so the gun... You just is, really want Gambit. I do. <laughs> and so it explodes, and um, Gemma is there treating the wound... But, you know, he just had a big thing explode at his hip, basically. and um, Kind of a parallel to uh, Elena's wound. Just going to point that little out. A little bit. A little bit. And so Daisy's like, oh, I'm sorry for turning against him. And he's like, oh, I don't Boo-hoo. blame you. And she's like, oh, um, did I mess up our boyfriend-girlfriend thing? <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Like, now is not the time to talk about bit. that. And Lincoln's like, um, you know, we... Basically, it's not you, it's me. It's like, we need to work on ourselves before we worry about our relationship. And I'm like, again, I would not be talking about this right now. Um, so he tells he tells Daisy that he's like, I know why you went after Hive. Like, I really know why. Wink, wink. Um, because he knows what it's like to go through withdrawal from an addiction. And I was like, that's actually fucking really astute for Lincoln. A little bit. A little bit. And so this is when they, they're trying to figure out what to do. And nobody's really paying attention to, to Lincoln and Daisy. And, Par for um, the course. Of course. <laughs> they're just ignoring them generally. And Colson's like, okay, I have an idea. And But then we go to Lincoln and Daisy. And he's like, 
he's like, oh, uh, Colson's going to need your help, Daisy. And Daisy knows what Colson's going to do. Sure, why not? And I'm like, let's save some time. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Colson's like, okay. Well, now, now, okay, I do kind of understand how it is that Daisy figured out what Colson's going to do because Colson's been she's grooming her it. for command. And she's seen it. Well, fine, just take my theory and throw <laughs> it out the water because you just blew that right out. Appreciate you. That's for not paying attention when I talked about the jacket. Okay. <laughs> you win. You're like, I have no defense right. for that. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> paying attention now. So, Colson's like, okay, we're going to fly the Quinjet into outer space. <laughs> And so it's going to be we're gonna do. awesome. And so they're going to put the warhead on the Quinjet. And when it blows up, it'll blow up above the atmosphere. And it won't hurt Earth. It'll be fine. And, um. Because, you know, there's no humans in space. Of course not. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Except those those poor people in the space station. Yeah. And so Lincoln's like, he, he sees the cross um, that Daisy has. And he's like, oh, shit. This is from your vision. <laughs> and she's like, uh, uh, I'll board the Quinjet. And. If I have to, and you know, it'll be fine. And she's in full martyr mode at this point. And Lincoln's like, oh, okay, you're going to kill yourself because of this whole, like all this shit that's gone down. And he's like, he, he begs her to promise not to basically do this. And so Colson's like, okay, we have to figure out who's going to board the Quinjet and who's going to hold off hive and all the primitives. And this is when they're like, Where's Daisy and Lincoln? They're gone. Or they da- lost Daisy's them again. Lincoln, oh. Lincoln's still like, and I'm like, okay, Lincoln, you couldn't be like, hey guys, Daisy's leaving. Hey guys, somebody. But he doesn't say anything until no. they're like, where's Daisy? Um, and Lincoln's like, oh, I couldn't stop her with this big gaping wound in my side. And um, of course, the primitives come and attack at just that moment. Daisy goes to the warhead. Hive shows up to make this even more of a cluster. And, um, you know, the team does take out the primitives rather quickly. And the whole team gets involved. Simmons, Fitz, they all get some good punches in. Um, good May, on them. May take some out. Um, and so this is when they realize that Hive is gone and that he's going straight for Daisy. And I'm like, this is great. This is fine. It's fine. And so um, Daisy uses her. This was kind of new. Um, she uses her power t- powers to get the warhead onto the Quinjet. Now, you gotta imagine that it's pretty fucking heavy. Yeah. So, it's not like she can just move it. No, but, like, I thought that was a cool use of her powers. Well, again, like you were saying before, after, you know, being controlled by Hive, she's learned... Because, like, James learned how to control his powers like that. Yeah, where it took Daisy months. hmm So... So I just think that's really interesting that they're using her powers in different ways now. Because that's kind of cool. Because you see that happen with mutants and stuff, too. Like, they grow and they change. And mm-hmm. they understand. The more you understand your powers and how they relate to the universe around you, the more you can manipulate them. To be like, oh, well, physics doesn't prevent me from doing this thing, like moving the warhead. Sure. So that was kind of cool. Um, so she doesn't know Hive is there until he he's like, hey, bitch. And, um... Daisy's like, oh, Lash saved me. Every inhuman has its has its place on Earth, and mine is to kill you. And okay, sh- she's giving me whiplash. Yeah, I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm on this side. I'm on this side. I'm on this side. I'm on this side. I'm like, just stop. I deserve to die, but I'm gonna kill you. But I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, but we were gonna end all wars and and bring peace and stuff. And she's like, 
no, you no. just want a bunch of slaves to do your bidding, basically. I'm okay with that. And Daisy's like, you know what? The coordinates are set, and we're going into outer space, and sucks for you, buddy. And um, this is when Hive's like, oh, but I have Grant Ward's memories, and I can override the command. And Daisy sees blood on the floor. And of course... Which I totally missed. I did, too. Just saying. And Lincoln sneaks up from the cockpit, and he's like, oh... I shorted the manual controls. Sucks for you, Hive. And then he blasts Daisy off of the Quinjet, and he launches it himself. Well, yeah. And it, it's going straight up, and Hive's trapped in there with Lincoln. Oh, and no. Like, oh, that's horrible. That's just so sad. Yeah. Oh, Hive and Lincoln are going to die. Um, <laughs> so, which, can I just say, like, I called that Lincoln was going to be the one to die, and I called that Hive was going to die in the finale. So I feel. I don't know smart. so much that you called that Lincoln was going to die. <laughs> that I wanted so it much to just that you really, really, really wanted it to happen. That's not quite the same thing. It's totally the same thing. <laughs> I called it. Okay, fine. <laughs> and so this is when uh, Daisy is able to get Lincoln on the comms, and um, he's like, he. This is where he starts talking again about this is his purpose. He's fulfilling his purpose. Um, Whatever. And he didn't want Daisy to sacrifice him herself and um you know daisy starts crying and they both have this little heartfelt chat and he's he says what you know like what kind of guy would i be if i couldn't save the girl i love or something like that uh, yeah so we get the l word you can't make me like him yeah no exactly (laughs) so the um the connection kind of fizzles out and the quinjet reaches outer space and lincoln um, and Hive actually start talking, and um, he's like... The bro moment? Yeah, that was weird. That was really weird. And he's like, basically, there's no way back, and Hive's like, okay, well, now I'm going to experience the one thing that has eluded me, death. Wah, wah. And I'm like, okay. Um, so, this is when everybody else shows up uh, where Daisy is with the comms, and um, Daisy begs Phil to turn to to get the jet back and he's like i can't the remote access is offline lincoln took care of that and he's like yeah he did he's like honey you know lincoln wouldn't want us to bring him back he's doing this on purpose and daisy's like no he's doing this me for me because i screwed up and she's like well he's paying for all their mistakes he didn't put it just on her they all did stuff to lead up to this and I thought that was, you know, Aww. as good as it could be. Well, it's it's not. A, the thing is, is it's not all about Daisy. It's not. That's why just, I'm just like, it's Daisy, you're not saying, the only one that was affected by all this she's, shit. She's young. I know. She's young. I mean, you know like, how young people May are. lost Andrew repeatedly. Or how some young people can be. I don't want to stereotype. That's true. But I mean, like, May's over here like. Cause, well, I remember when I was Daisy's age, it was all about me. That's true. That's true. But, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, so this is when they have their little bro moment. And Hive's like. Everybody's puking because it's gross. It was really weird. And Hive's like, I just wanted to make the world a better place and to feel a connection. And um, he's like, oh, you must have already felt a connection to humanity because you're making this sacrifice. And Lincoln's like, oh, you know, we're only human and. He he lets the he lets the cross drift away because at this point they're floating, and then we get the explode moment that we knew was coming. Yay! And then I'm like, okay, 
it. Okay. okay. So we're this, over. This scene, it got me. And I yes. said, I originally I said, damn it, Lincoln made me cry. But then I realized it was not Lincoln. It was Daisy. It was Daisy. Her 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 being so upset and her begging Colson to bring him back just yeah. really tore me to pieces. It's very, very, and we, we have feedback on this too, but. I mean, we were talking about this when we were watching it. This is very parallel to the the Peggy Carter, um, Captain America First Avenger. Absolutely. Uh, at the end of the movie, it was yeah. it was ex- almost. I gotta take her down. Yeah, it was it was the same conversation in a sense. Yeah. And then this shit happens. So we go to six months later, and already I'm like, the fuck. They're setting up for next season. And Phil is in an apartment. And we, we get, uh, like, a crime board. Yeah, and it talks about earthquakes, and there's a bank. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a, a bank that was destroyed, and they're talking about, like, it's a person that's causing these, and it, are they a vigilante? And so Matt comes in, and we find out that Phil's on a stakeout, and he brings food in, and Mac's like, well, I'm going to fucking eat. Because <laughs> Mac knows it's, a, it's very important to it eat. It is. And so Colson continues to watch the street below, and we see... Um, uh, Polly and her daughter from the, uh, what was his name? Shit. The dude who gave people visions. Yes, the dude who gave people visions. It's his wife and daughter. Um, who, to me, she's still L from Criminal Minds, so. Yeah. But Daisy, in full-on emo mode, like, like, and it was like a 90s emo because we had, like, the, the she, plaid the, shirt that was sli- with the sleeves cut off. With the mesh uh undershirt yeah yeah and the it felt the very black, 1994 black to hairy. me yeah i had i had black hair yeah of course you did probably re- oh you know i did um uh, back when i could actually get away with it but yeah yeah so well, i mean and like and we talked about this before the cast her she's got the full-on makeup mm-hmm. which if you're out on the town and you're in full depression emo mode you're not gonna be bothering with the makeup and yeah. daisy even pre this was not into heavy makeup no. so why would she bother to stop and put on that much heavy makeup i mean and it was on point it was it looked great like she went around the corner to moral norman <laughs> yeah and got, and got it done. done yeah yeah but she starts to talk to polly and she does the whole like I'm not facing you, so but we're still going to continue to clearly talk to each other, a la Peggy and Jarvis from Agent Carter. <laughs> um, but we find out that uh, Daisy has given them money to relocate. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and then Daisy does. You know when you rob a bank, though. So. Well, you know, and so Daisy does end up uh, going to talk to the little girl Robin, and she gives her she gives her the bird her dad carved. Oh. And um, Charles, Charles, there and it, it is. was a very proper name. Yeah. Um. So we see uh, Phil notices the Robin, and all he realizes that it's Daisy, and so he calls everybody in, um, you know, agents and all kind of stuff. And so um, this is when Daisy's like, "Well, I have a friend with a with a practice nearby, and I wanted to introduce you to him." And um, Polly's like, "Oh, you're too kind." And Daisy's like, I'm just keeping a promise. And she walks away just as the agents are all like, every go- everybody's going I, ape shit. I, I just want to point out to our listeners that, yes. yes, we do know that the person around the corner is her dad. Yeah, obviously. So. He has just a practice. Sh- yes. yes. I was like, oh. Very specifically. Um, 
And so they run, they, they go after Daisy, and of course she gets around the corner into this alley, and all of a sudden she uses her seismic power to like blast herself up to the rooftop. So it's not flying, but kind of flying? Controlled jumping? I guess? I don't know. So that was kind of cool. Oh, it's almost like she's using the vibrate because it's all vibrations everything she does as opposed to pushing something away from her yeah she's pushing it back towards herself in a way i thought she was just pushing herself away from the ground like a repulsor ray Uh, kind of deal i I don't know um and so uh the agents show up and colson shows up and mac does and mac's like oh where are we going to be assigned now that we lost daisy and phil says something like well We'll call, I'll call the director. And I'm like, the what now with the who? So if this is to be, if he's referring to the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., then he is no longer it. And neither is Mac. And neither is Mac. So. Do with that what you will. We have feedback on it. People have, have ideas on it. Okay. I, at this point, am clueless because my brain is fried yeah from this episode yeah um, but we do have feedback so we can go over all that um and so our final scene is pretty cool we get radcliffe um coming back to his office and he is talking to ada his ai his jarvis and um so he says that um or he's asking about uh he he sent an invitation to fitz for something um i think it's his birthday and Ada says that, no, he had to decline. He's preparing a surprise for Gemma. And I was like, oh, they're still together. Yay. Um, but uh, Radcliffe's like, okay, that's fine. Um, we find out that his name has been cleared. He's done with all the hearings or whatever. Um, and, oh, it's Ada's birthday. Today is her birthday. Yes. Birthday. Um, and it's, he's he starts talking and, you know, it's Ada's birthday and, he turns, uh, we see him fiddling with stuff on the screen, and we do see very clearly the initials LMD on the screen. So we'll talk about that in the feedback. Um, and so he turns, he turns this thing on, and it's this, like, recessed chamber in the wall, and all we get is, like, a kind of opaque glass, but we can see uh, the outline of a female figure, and again, he reiterates that it's her birthday. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, this this won't this won't end badly at all. No. See Ultron. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, life model decoys. Are, mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. And and you and I had an entire conversation about life model decoys because I had always understood that life model decoys already existed in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Apparently they did not, if because we talked about in, uh, in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, as Phil is coming up the elevator, he's saying you're talking to the life model decoy of, of Tony, Tony Stark. Stark, and so I always just assumed that Tony had already created life model decoys. Right, right. Apparently not. Um, well, he did say something about it was a technology that already kind of existed. Yeah. So, uh, but. Uh, the the LMD or Life Model Decoy uh, made its first appearance in Strange Tales number one thirty five back in nineteen sixty four uh, nineteen sixty five. Wow, so it's it's pretty oldie as far as the MC, uh, the Marvel comic the universe. The comic is. universe, yes. Yeah. Um, so that's when they were first introduced in Secret Warriors number twenty six 
it's revealed that it's uh, they're based on a mysterious piece of self-replicating technology discovered by Nick Fury, his brother Jake, and Thomas Davison. Okay. And yeah, blah blah blah. You can go and look all this up on uh, like Wikipedia and stuff. But my favorite part of all of this is that the most famous LMD in the Marvel comics is Nick Fury himself. Yeah. He evaded death many times, which <laughs> explains how he survived in uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. Just going to put that out there. Um, but also, the original Sin story arc uh, revealed uh, Dum Dum Dugan, uh, Fury's longtime best friend and right-hand man. Yeah. Had died decades ago. <gasps> and Fury was so upset by his death that he had a life model decoy created. Of course. Who would not? To carry around with him forever and ever. So now that we've got LMDs, can we just bring back all the Howling Commandos? Yes. Especially Bucky. I mean, wait. <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> so, yeah, you can... I just thought that was so, really cool. So, LMDs have always been a convenient plot device in 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 the Marvel comics to be like, Ha-ha! It's not really Janya doing those evil things. It was sure a life it model decoy. It was my life model decoy gone rogue. Yeah, yeah. So Because the, there's a few of those. This can be this can be interesting. It could be campy, but it could also be interesting. But I, I'm so we were we were just watching the tail end of the episode when I came over today, um, and you were like, Okay, so this means we get more Radcliffe, right? And I was like, I think so. I need me more Radcliffe. So I, I really like John Hannah. Need so we'll see if he gets named him. a regular That um, would be nice over the break. That would be very, very nice. Um Oh, also, uh somebody created a large number of Deadpool life model decoys to attack him. <laughs> Only Deadpool. Oh my God, that's Just awesome! Only that would happen to Deadpool. Of course it of would. Of course it would. I'm like that. So yeah. So we have we have uh, feedbacks. We do have feedback. We have uh, Agents of Shield feedback. We do have some Civil War feedback because we said in the Civil War podcast that we would finish up anything that came after right. in this particular podcast. But we're going to leave that to the end. Uh, so we're going to start with Michael. Says aloha, ladies. Aloha, Michael. Says first off, thank you so much for the plug on the art. Totally not expected. Your art is oh my totally god, it's unexpected. great. It's so good. Uh, just hello, Kitty Panther. That's I know. All I'm saying. Oh my god, it's that's so, all I'm saying. It was great. That was beautiful. That was commissioned. I think. That was great. It was beautiful. Um, and he says second. Oh my god, shotgun axe. I know that was great. Uh, he says, okay, on to the feedback. Overall, I'm pretty satisfied with how things wrapped up. I'm very glad we're done with the who will die marketing of the last week. Though you mean the last year? Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's only been like. No, no, it's been, it's been a year. I don't care what you say. <laughs> it's been a freaking year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just go with me. Uh, he says, another stupidly long email, but I promise not as bad as the Civil War one, but I will jump all over the place. That's fine. We don't care. We're like that too. It's cool. Uh, cue the Mission Impossible theme uh, <laughs> as May leads a mission into a remote missile facility via submersible Quinjet. That felt very comic booky, so I approve. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the fact that she went through the water, I liked. Mm -hmm. The fact that they said they were tracking cloaking technology and still didn't see them bugged me. Yeah. Um, he says, I think Disney must mandate Star Wars Easter eggs. <laughs> I'm okay with Hyven this. Carbonite and Princess Coulson recording a message <laughs> for Obi-Wan. Hyven Carbonite. I miss that. Uh, there's even an R2-D2 cameo in the scene where the primitives free Hive. 
I get the feeling the primitives were made to see in the infrared spectrum just so they could do the she blinded them with science gag. Mm-hmm. Mac forgives Daisy. Great. But I still think she needs to apologize to Mac and Fitz. When Mac forgave her, she only says, I didn't ask for that and I don't deserve this, meaning his forgiveness. Unless I missed it, she never says sorry. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Yay, Lincoln died. That's colder than I meant it. It's more that I'm happy they didn't kill Maymac or Phil. Yeah. They gave Lincoln a worthy death, at least. Much better than what they gave Lash. And that's I'm glad, true. And I'm glad they finished the Hive slash Grant story. Oh, I am so glad that's done with. Yeah. It better be. Yeah. Oddly, the last scene with Lincoln and Hive reminded me of Thelma and Louise. All they needed was to hold hands before the Terrigen bomb went off. <laughs> Yay! Hive died! Okay, that's meant to be cold. <laughs> well, I think Brett Dalton did great in his many iterations of Grant Ward and Hive. It's time to move on to a new big bad. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I think I think he did he did a fine job. I just we were done. When your main villain feels stale even as a parasitic, mind controlling alien hybrid, it's definitely time to change things up. <laughs> The brain frying was a nice tool for recapping his three years on the show with a set of greatest hits flashbacks. Mm -hmm. At least we got to see Hive's real face before he died. It looked a lot like the Turians from the Mass Effect games. Okay. I have no point of reference. I'll take your, I'll take your word for I, that. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a... It's... Wait. It's tough to... It's tough be a couple in S.H.I.E.L.D.? It's tough, tough to, to be, be a couple. There's a word missing out of this That's sentence. That's fine. Uh, Fitz and Simmons have to face alpha primitives on their own. Yo-Yo takes a bullet for Mac, and we know the lazy shipping over. Lazy. L-A-I-S-Y. Uh-huh. Good one. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Lazy. <laughs> There's so many levels in that. I like it. Uh, the teasing for next season. The penultimate scene with Dr. Radcliffe seems to be a combination for multiple comic storylines. Ada is from Squadron Supreme. Teen Machine is an AI android built from Radcliffe's storyline, but not by Radcliffe. And there are numerous LMD stories that could be pulling they could be pulling from. My hope is she's a spin on Annie because that would lead to AIM. And AIM uh. could lead to Mur to Modoc. Uh, Marissa Tinch Heroin. Thank you. Uh, was the voice of Ada, which you pointed out, Timmy. Yep. Uh, which makes me wonder if she's written herself into the show. She's an actor, uh, after all, amongst all her other jobs, writer, producer, singer, etc. I'd be okay with that. Another Asian would be cool, and yeah. it doesn't hurt that she's easy to look at. <laughs> Daisy on the run seemed weird, but I have to assume they'll explain that next season. Oh, you assume so much. <laughs> at, least she, at least she's not a complete villain, more of a Robin Hood type from the looks of it, and she wants to fix Robin's mom up with her dad. That's sweet. I also think from the headlines that showed that she could have been the target for Marvel's Most Wanted. Speaking of which, which I wonder, with it not being optioned, if we'll get Bobby and Hunter back. I hope so. I would like to see them back. Uh, since Malik gave up everything on Hydra, I think we could see him pardoned. But he, he dead. So. No, him meaning... Uh Hunter, I Oh, thought. them pardoned. Them. I'm looking right at the words. Yeah. Them pardoned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coulson's Ask the Director line dropped so nonchalantly has huge implications. We know it can't be Daisy. Doubt it would be Fury. Maria Hill seems a safe option. Oh, I would love that. What's Colby Smothers up to these days? Smolders. She's no stranger to serial TV, and it would be nice to see a big screen face on S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, wouldn't it, though? 
there's a ton of other things I could talk about, but that's enough out of me. Looking forward to next season. I have a convention this weekend, but I'm going to try and rewatch Thor The Dark World before your next MCU cast. Yeah. Which I think we got that email. Yeah, we did. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, cheers and stay Jarvelous. Thank you, Michael. Part two. Aloha again, ladies. <laughs> Just can't stay awake, can you? No. Uh, just a few more random thoughts from the season finale. Mitts in a mocap suit doing monkey sounds, if you don't already know. Uh, Ian <laughs> loves monkeys and has transitioned to his Fitz character. Oh. So apparently that's that's a him thing, not that's the... That's awesome. So it's fitting, and there's the comparison to the king of mocap. Andy Circus has done two well-known primate roles. And he's Caesar also part of the MCU. That He is. Uh, something I didn't connect together in the first two watch on the first two watches. How many times did you watch this? Dang, Michael! I can only stomach it twice. Uh, Coulson had the Tahiti tech pulled out for use. That use was as the trap that fried Hive's brain. Too bad they couldn't just do a mind wipe. I liked Coulson's line about them having to outsmart every host mind Hive has absorbed. I wish they'd made more use of that before, or even in part one of this. He sends the geneticist to figure out the missile lock issue. <laughs> We know he has at least one astronaut, Will, in his collective memory. That's true. Uh, when Daisy asks for Hive to take her back, he is unable to. Whatever Lash did to remove the parasites makes her immune to reinfection. I wonder if that protection will extend to other things. Did Lash boost her immune system somehow? Oh, those are good possibilities. I really hope they explore some of that because without, I'd be, I'd feel gypped. Yeah. Gary gets taken out by a cheap shot from an invisible gun. Does that make... F- God, I don't even know if I can say this. <laughs> Does that make Fitz the top chef? Oh, my God. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yes, it does. it does. Fitz is now Iron Chef. Wait. S.H.I.E.L.D. has invisible guns? Why aren't they using these all the time? Allez, cuisine! <laughs> oh, that's great. So we have a few dozen S.H.I.E.L.D. agents turned into alpha primitives. This might explain why Coulson isn't director in the Flash Forward. Another possibility is something Talbot brought up, and that's bringing S.H.I.E.L.D. out of the shadows. If they did that, they might not want Coulson as the face of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's Since true. the world at large thinks he's dead. Mostly Steve Rogers. And what's up? The agents and humans that were swayed now that the Hive is dead, I'm surprised they didn't address that. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Well, I also still want to know where Talbot is. Yeah. Last time we saw him, he was at the base. Where did he go? When did he leave? Yeah. What the what? So, mm, I what's up with that. All right. Uh, Franzie. Yay. Uh, Who, let's see. Hi, Queenie and Janya. Hi. 90 minutes of amazing teamwork. Fitzsimmons still together and Lincoln and Hive slash War dead. I can't complain much. Yeah. Upon my first watch, I was so stressed out. I was worried for Mac even before the first episode started. And then when Fitz put on the jacket and got the fucking necklace, I was sitting on the edge of my seat. Yep. Jim and him being adorable and planning a trip to the seashells didn't exactly help calm my nerves. Yeah. It got a little bit better when Daisy put on the jacket, but I wouldn't say I was relaxed. But a lot happened during both episodes made me pretty happy. Fitz in front of the green screen was so random and weird that I just loved it. He looked so <laughs> cute in that suit, and I'm super glad that Elena survived this two-part finale. Me too. I was panicked for a few seconds when she took the bullet for Mac. But thank God they could save her, and thank God they didn't show how Mac closed her wound. <laughs> I think you said the season was supposed to be about the Secret Warriors, right? 
they pimped that they themselves pimped that so, so bad. Like they they were releasing these images that you had to like adjust your light settings on your computer to, to get because it was the secret the secret war. yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, she says, I hope we'll get more of them next season. Sad light we didn't, sadly, we didn't get that much of them. Where is Joey, by the way? I know. Where was he? No yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, even though we didn't see Elena that often, she became one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I'm such a fan of her snappy comments. Her turtle speed comment was just perfect. Oh, it was great. It was that great. Was, they was beautiful. As usual, the fight scenes were brilliant. I love seeing May fight against the primitives, and I especially like the fight between Daisy and Hive. It was great how she combined her head-to-head combat with her powers. Yeah, that was really cool. I think this part could have been longer and the knife stabbing shorter, but this is me nitpicking. <laughs> it's all we do. It's fine. We nitpick. It's 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 what we it's what you pay us to do. Question mark? Question mark? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Hive's CGI head and especially face. <laughs> I've definitely seen worse CGI effects, but it wasn't great either. I personally could have lived without seeing it at all. But I guess they had to show it, so I'm glad they did it just once. And what is with all the Star Wars reference? Um, Marvel is owned by Disney, who owns Star Wars. That's where the references come from. Um, and once again, you get a bunch Civ- of nerds. First in Civil War and now in S.H.I.E.L.D. Do both yeah. franchises houses have something in common? Yes, yes. honey. They Disney. are both owned by Disney. <laughs> Maybe they should reference it more so everyone knows, but to be honest, yeah. that scene with the hologram was funny. Um, moving on to, what are you doing to my cat? I'm touching her tail. Stop touching her tail. But it's great. She makes noises. <laughs> moving on to Max's new weapon. How fucking awesome was his shotgun axe? I'm so glad he finally got a shotgun axe. In case of a zombie apocalypse, this will be my weapon of choice. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good choice. It really should be. I, I approve. Uh, and after the introduction of the best weapon ever, it finally happened. Hive died. I couldn't put into words how happy it made me. I just imagined me doing a happy dance. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> My final prediction that the fallen agent would be Lincoln was correct. R.I.P. Lincoln, you won't be missed. Okay, I have to point out again, just because that's who you want to die doesn't make it a prediction. I sorry. stand by the fact that I'm it was sorry. a prediction. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted the shit out of that. <laughs> anyway. Did anybody else get some Captain America First Avenger vibes when Daisy, uh, when Lincoln and Daisy talked on the radio? Yes. And what's up with Radcliffe? I'd assume his creation will be a female Ultron and probably the new big bad. Not really digging that idea, but maybe I'm wrong with my assumption. I'm worried that Fitz working with Radcliffe will lead to Gemma and him fighting and breaking up, and I don't want this to happen. Oh, I don't want that either. Nobody wants that. I want them to, they need to leave that alone. There's been too much. Yeah. That story's been done. Exactly. It's not even let that them, it hurts my heart anymore. I'm just it, done with let it. Let them, yeah, we're, we're done with this. Leave it alone. You've done that trope. Yeah. It's become a trope. Exactly. Last but not least, Sky, Daisy, I mean Daisy. No, shit, it's Quake now. I don't, uh, I don't like her new look, but I like that she kept her promise and gave Robin the little Robin from her dad. And most importantly, who is the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I think her new look was just a disguise. I hope so. I don't think that we're gonna go to 90s emo i hope not i was 90s emo i know i was i rocked it i rocked that and you've moved past in the 90s yes uh i'm hoping it's may (laughs) (laughs) poor cat i cannot be held responsible by the way this is the cute noises this is the cat that just had surgery too yeah well she sounds so sick doesn't she i know she does 
Okay. I'm just touching her tail too. It's not like that's I'm, all it takes. It's not like I'm, you know. It doesn't take much harassing her for reals. Okay. Anyway, let's wrap up. Uh, says okay, guys. I'm glad you found your. I'm glad I found your Agent Carter podcast and came over to Shield and the other ones. Me too. Watching this way is much more fun. Oh yay! Enjoy your weekend. Um, that's we have a couple other shows that we watch and listen to podcasts. That would be baldmove.com. Yeah. Um, they're great. They really inspired us to to start our own. And yeah. that's why we do this. We couldn't find podcasts for these shows that we liked. Yeah. So she came over with equipment one day and said, guess what? <laughs> Surprise, bitch, we podcasting. And you were like, oh, okay. okay. I was like, you need to build us a website. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So here you are. <laughs> so Gina wrote in. I thought I heard Queenie cheering at the end. You did. You did. You did. Because I am a heartless bitch. And even after all the, oh, self-sacrifice, blah, I was like, Lincoln's dead. <laughs> she says, I spent a whole Saturday afternoon slash evening catching up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to watch the finale. Oh, Yay. And I'm not sure we got the emotional impact the writers wanted us to feel with the death of Lincoln. I didn't hate him as much as Queenie did. Nobody hated him as much as Queenie did. Okay. <laughs> But he was the weak link in the cast, and sending him off was the no-brainer. Yeah. He was the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, it really it really was. Yeah. Even though we had Lincoln for a season and a half, there was nothing to make me invest in him being on the team or even being with Daisy. His story was sort of flimsy and meh. We've only had Yo-Yo for a bit, and I'm more invested in her sticking around than Lincoln. I think this... I, th- uh, I think had his story been more in depth and if we had seen a little more chemistry between him and anyone on the team I might have been moved uh the Jesus symbolism was a bit too much the cross sacrificing for mistakes no not this character that was just sort of there I did spend a lot of the finale yelling at Daisy so much so that my husband came into the bedroom and asked who the hell is Daisy and why is she pissing you off so much (laughs) awesome that's great i liked sky i'm not sure how i feel about daisy what a slap in the face to mac for her to go back to hive and beg him to take her back i almost threw my laptop yeah that that did that was not weird sit well with no. me. i did like the fight between her and hive but the reasoning annoyed me he couldn't take her back because of what lash did to her oh what a slap in the face to may now that i think about it may sent someone she loved to save daisy and daisy was going to throw it all away I know they were trying to sell us on the she's addicted to Hive, but still slap in the face to her team and family. God damn it, Daisy. Get it together. Yeah. I think the comment about Sky versus Daisy is accurate. I was so looking forward to Lash. Yeah. And he just fizzled. Yeah. I wanted him to be the big bad this season, not this Hive, whatever. Yeah. Uh, So we get that six-month jump where Daisy takes off and is robbing banks and causing trouble. Oh, emo Daisy. Really? Yeah. I do not want to know who the... I do want to know who the new director is. In the comics, Tony Stark ran S.H.I.E.L.D. for a bit, but TV does not have the money for Robert Downey Jr. No, they do not. I wouldn't mind seeing Hill again, so that's two votes for Hill. Yep. And would tie the movies and TV together a bit better. Uh, Good moments. Help me, Obi-Wan. Only you, Coulson, could find the time to play with your enemy. Yep. I really hope Fitz and Simmons got their vacation. My mind went to a dirty place when Simmons said she was going to take his breath away. <laughs> Mine did too, and so did Fitz's. Everybody. Uh, no more Daisy shipping with Ward and Lincoln. Really, both really dead. She has no more boyfriends. 
I think she needs to period. worry about herself right now. There's oh, there's not even a period at the end of that sentence. Uh, murderous wank, go fits. <laughs> uh, one fun little bit for me this season was during the episode Watchdogs. The ATC office was in South Bend, Indiana. I live 10 minutes from South Bend. My stopping grounds oh, cool. are now part of the MCU. Yay! Uh, hope you hope you ladies do review season one or two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but don't kill yourselves. I would love to hear your thoughts on pre-Hydra Ward and when Daisy was Sky. Okay. So that's a so, vote for. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll do at least. At least. At least one. Yeah. If not, at least one. Uh... So, we're going to do a partial on this one. Okay. Because this has got both. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is from Chris, who usually talks to us on... On the Facebook. Facebook. Um, but you had too much to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, as for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale, oh, Marvel, why you hurt my babies. <laughs> I know not everyone was fond of Lincoln, but I was bawling through that entire scene. It's fine. Your feelings are valid. I'm a heartless bitch. It's fine. It's okay. I, I'm dead inside. Yeah. It's fine. Somebody's got to have You feelings. got more emotional about it than I did, though. I did, but I was... It was Daisy. Yeah. Um, my feelings hurt just thinking about... It's okay, baby. Also, Hive is officially Davy Jones's intergalactic son in my head. <laughs> it is known. It is known. It oh is known. Oh, my God. We threw in even another reference. That's great. Chris, I'm telling you, if you are not listening to Bald Moves Game of Thrones podcast... You're missing out. You are missing out. You really need to listen to him. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, we need some sort of Star Wars crossover. Fanboy dad all over again is necessary after all the ouch. So a theory about the Radcliffe or Rad, it's R-A-D. Yeah. For the for those of you listening, it's Rad. Like Rad, dude. Yeah. Uh, not Rat as in the little scurry mouse. Um, after, okay, so a theory about the Radcliffe after credit stinger. Yeah. Unless I missed a name somewhere because I was still recovering from Lincoln's death, isn't there a female robot character called Jocasta who is Ultron's, quote, wife? Forgive me if I'm off on anything here. I'm running off Dice Masters and Future Fight info. Could this be <laughs> the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. version? Since we know the MCU doesn't always follow the comic origins. I'm not sure. It's just what popped in my head. You know, off the top, I should know this because we did the Age of Ultron podcast i don't remember anything about that though it was I our first podcast i remember vision being um kind of like ultron's baby okay she is in the comics the character's an android created by the villain ultron okay yeah in order that he might have a mate oh well there you go so all I have to do is make notable one? alias is Bride of Ultron. Oh, well, there you go. You were not wrong. Okay. You were correct. I thought that. But there is an Ada in comics too, though, right? Yes. Okay. But then again, you're Chris. You're absolutely right. There is nothing that says they have to do what's in comics. They can remix it any way they choose. Agents of Shield is so much so much more off book. Yeah. Than, than the movies than, are. Than the movies are. They're, they're yeah. totally off in a whole nother. Like, they started some characters in com Like, Coulson became a character. Because of. May has become a character in the yeah. comics after the fact. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, Daisy Johnson was already a character that existed. Sky was not. And um, you really need to go read the Bunky, Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier comics. Because Bucky and Daisy 
have a thing. Have a, well, they don't have a thing. No, but I mean, they have like a series. They have a, thing. They have an, a story arc. Yeah. They're both trying to protect the planet, and it's really kind of weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Is it weird reading it and not seeing a daisy that looks like our daisy? It's really not so much that because I'm used to bouncing between the comics and the shows yeah. and the movie. I'm used to seeing them differently because yeah. I do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't bother me so much as Bucky Barnes, <laughs> Daisy Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two characters Wildly that could not be any further apart. In the MCU. It's just weird. I've only read the first one and it's just, it's just weird, okay? <laughs> it's like... But you liked it. I did like it. Yeah. It's like black olives on pizza. It's really weird, but it's good. Don't come at me with that. Don't eat my pizza, man. You're not allowed to have olives on dude, pizza. Dude, don't eat my pizza. If I'm involved. Don't eat my pizza. Okay, whatever. Listen to Deadpool. Pineapple and olives on the pizza. <sighs> Salty and I have sweet. watched that like 15 times. Is that all? <laughs> Only 15? I know, I'm slacking. You are slacking. I watched it yesterday. Aww. Okay, so that's all of our agents of... Sh oh, no, wait. I had one more. Gina actually... Oh, um, season four. Yeah. They, they are renewed. Yep. Uh, we will be podcasting. Yep. Um, however, it has. it's still going to be on Tuesday nights, but Gina pointed out to us that it will be an hour later. Yeah, which I'm not a fan of. So if you were used to watching it at uh, 8, it will now be on at 9. If you're watching it at 9, it will now be on at 10. Yes. Which it will be on at 9 for us, and that sucks. Yeah. Um, I am going to... Okay, so we usually... Or what we... Usually. What we did last year <laughs> is we did a preview cast for the next season. Yep. Um, so I st we're still going to do that. We'll cover... Casting um, news. We'll cover our hopes and dreams. We'll cover. Uh, we'll we'll separate out because some people some people see casting news and stuff like that as spoilers. So we'll do the stuff that we don't consider spoilers, and then we'll talk about any casting news that's come out, any episode names, any previews, any of that. Um, so that'll be probably a week or so before the episode because the we, the mistake we made last year is we recorded it too early. And then, like, all this shit came out. Yeah. We didn't even have a video. So we had to re-record it. So we'll probably do it ab about a week before it premieres. Um, but one thing we did last year for Sleepy Hollow is we sorted the characters into Hogwarts houses. Are you wanting to sort these characters in the Hogwarts houses? I I'm kind of want to gauge interest. Because if it's something they don't care about, then they don't okay. care about them. Okay. So if you feel strongly... If you think we should do it, if you want to, because the whole thing about sorting and, and we, we got this idea from three patch podcast because they have sorted every conceivable Sherlock character into a house and it's, it's really true. fun. It's true. And does that mean we're going to sort Gotham too? I think we might. Okay. Um, so a cool thing is, is that like everybody. I know where Bullock is. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's the wrong podcast. Every, everybody's interpretations are kind of different. And yet still valid. Like, you swayed me on a couple people on Sleepy Hollow. Because you had some really good arguments. Yeah, so, somebody swayed us to, what, Jenny being in Slytherin or something? Yeah, yeah. There was like, whoa, yeah. So, so I think that's that's something, if if you guys are into that, send you have all summer to send us your feedback. 
on that. Or um, also, you can send us feedback on your hopes and dreams for next year's yes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, because we will be doing a preview cast. So this is the time to get your predictions for director in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, any, uh, I think this is going to happen. You know, so sit and stew on it. And we'll be having a preview cast for season four. So. Yeah. And it's it's looking very likely we'll be doing season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So look out for that on our feed. Yep. Um, and we will most definitely be doing more of the MCU. Yes. Um, Dark World is next. Not sure. We still don't have it on the calendar when we're going to podcast it yet. I, we're trying to wrap up all of our finales before yeah. we break our brains. Yeah. Um, so that will be thing. Random Movies is going to be out there. Yep. Uh, our mini series mm-hmm. series is a thing, um, and we're still looking to start a new television show. Preacher's looking. Preacher was suggested to us by Michael. Yeah, and it's looking good. You know who's in it? Raina is in it, and Howard Stark. Howard Stark. So, yeah. and it's looking good. Yeah, from yeah. what I've seen. So, who knows? I don't want to commit before we've seen it, but yeah, I haven't it's, seen it's any trailers list. yet. But it's on a short. Yeah, it's on yeah. a short list. So there's all of that. So. Uh, also, again, you can help support us. Uh, donation link is on our, our, our homepage. Amazon affiliate link. Amazon affiliate link. Get your Audible uh, free, tri- free trial. That's a free trial, guys. Yeah. 30 days. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I love Audible. I do. I adore Audible because yeah. I can listen to it on my <gasps> Echo. Oh, on your Echo. 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 Oh, sorry. We're going to wake her up. Oh, she. We act. <laughs> We, we woke up. We sorry. activated her. Sorry. I'm sorry. We woke up, Echo. Um, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, anything else to cover before I hit Civil War? I don't think so. Okay, guys. Some Civil War feedback here. Um, if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, come back later once you've seen it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And Let's go. Okay. So, uh, the other half of Chris's email. Is uh, She Civil says... So now that I'm able to type something other than my babies stop hurting my babies, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. can safely say I liked Civil War, but oh my Godric of Gallifrey, <laughs> did it hurt. Yeah. I almost started crying when the airport fight scene began. Honestly, I think I can say that on the Accords, I'm kind of on the fence, especially considering uh, Harlem General Ross. He's the yeah. idiot who wanted to recruit the Abomination, but thought the Hulk was a villain. Yeah. But I question General Ross's judgment. Though, from what I understand, that was supposed to be a reboot of the character. I don't care. It's a reboot within a reboot. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, so Chris says, but there's about 15 U's in that. I feel like most of the movie, Steve's actions were more about Bucky than the Accords. They were. No, no, really? Were they? they? Were. Are you they sure? They totes were. Have you met me? Yeah. Have you seen my Stucky t-shirt? I have bought you, you have. many Stucky items. You have. <laughs> I had my Stucky coffee mug this morning. There you go. Uh, so Why? Because you're Stucky trash. I am Stucky trash. Uh, so I still came out Team Iron Man. Tony needs a hug. He, I, I <laughs> okay, am not on I, Team Iron Man, but I agree with you. Tony needs I, help. Tony is falling apart. I'm sorry I'm not letting you talk. I'm just feeling very... No, it's fine. I was just going to say that as far as the Accords go, I would be Team Cap. Mm-hmm. I think... Tony was wronged. Mm-hmm. I think Tony had every right to be pissed off. You mean Team Iron Man? If we're just talking about the if Accords? If I'm talking about the Accords, I'm Team Cap. Okay, gotcha. If you're talking about the Accords and the Registration Act, yeah, I'm all Team Cap. But I do think that Tony 
had every right to be pissed off and upset. That's why I think anybody that's 100% like vilifies Tony or vilifies Cap. Uh, that's not neither the point. one no tony was not a, tony was a victim the point of the movie was that it was a shitty situation all around everybody had to make hard choices and they ended up on different sides yeah the, and the thing is in the comics bucky had nothing to do with this so yeah. everything is bucky though and everything is bucky and everything hurts. everything hurts so she goes on to say um on the happier side i'm pretty sure i am now a bi king woman <laughs> like no one will <laughs> no one will no one will ever beat Loki in my heart. Bless. But Black Panther. I see nothing with having a king on Earth and a king in the rest of the galaxy. I am fine with this logic. This works. This works. As for Spider-Man, dude, I totally want a sort of science mentorship between Peter and Tony. Mm-hmm. Which totally happened in the comics, by the way. Um, that's my commentary. Uh, she says, including Tony flirting with Aunt May, not necessarily because he's actually attracted to her, but because Peter thinks it's totally gross and both Tony and May get a kick out of it. That would be fucking funny. <laughs> Them just trolling him. That would be hilarious. That'd be great. Uh, just like Bruce gets back from Ragnarok and Tony's like, meet our science son. <laughs> Bruce is like, what did you do? You when adopted you, more when children? When did we have a child, Tony? When did we have a child? Because you know Harley's running around somewhere. Well, and you know Bruce doesn't want children no no so anyway so that's uh that's chris's feedback so i'm glad that chris is uh chris is holding up the loki part of the fandom with me. it's great it's great right talk to us about the dark world seriously because i have a lot of loki feelings talk to us about the dark world okay so uh this is from joy she says hello my beauties oh Sorry I didn't get my feedback in time before your podcast was still in my Prince feelings. Oh. Um, 38 years of, she says standing. 38 years of standing? It's a term. Is it? Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with this term. You know how they have Mary stands? <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. But her heart's broken. And I'm sorry. I know. Also, little evil motherfuckers were eating my house. They um, dead. They dead now. Oh, good. Good. That's important. I'm glad. Thank uh, you. I'm I miss War, Joy. Which was good. I had to see it twice. So did we. Yep. We actually had to see it twice before we could podcast it. Yes. So uh, if I had to rate the cat movies on which was better, I'd go Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and First Avenger. Yeah. Agree. So I know they had to keep it somewhat canon, but there should have been more consequences for the Avengers over all the civilian deaths than just setting up basically what amounted to loose guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Multiple charges of involuntary manslaughter should have been handed to someone, and I'm going with Wanda. In my opinion, she was way too green to be put into the mix, and the death of those people in the building just seemed more egregious. She, or some other Avenger, deserved prison time or banishment from Earth. Not sure how you contain a super being. I'm sure. But there should have been a heavier price for so much death and destruction. The Accords weren't enough for me, and this is probably why I sympathized with Zemo. Okay. I I can see that. Okay. Hold on, I have to... We've been recording for like 112 years, and she needs the power cord. Yeah, we share a power cord. (laughs) That's how great we are. Our laptops are the same. They are. Um, 
Our management are not sure how you contain a super being, but there should have been a heavier price for so much death and destruction. The accords weren't enough for me. It's probably why I sympathize with Zemo. Um, in the comics, they put them in the negaverse, so I don't know how that would work in Yeah, MCU. well, we don't have a Reed Richards. You kind of so need a Reed Richards for that. Yeah. So. Uh, I dislike the lesser Carter. Ooh. Intensely. But I often don't like the female love interest in superhero movies. Gladly hands over a woman card in this case. That's okay. No, no. Where they're not they're usually that not is, very well written. That is not no. You keep your you keep your woman card. Yeah. Keep it because uh lo female love interests in superhero movies are always poorly poorly written. Yeah. Uh the exception is Margot Kidder's Lois Lane, and I particularly dislike Jane Foster. Okay. Which was not the actress's fault. I never liked Jane you Foster. You don't like Jane Foster. She was, she was too bland. Yeah. She was boring. Yeah. She was very yelly. She will not be back for Ragnarok, no. so. She was very go. yelly. Yeah, she was very yelly. Uh, she says, we'll be ranting about her in my forthcoming Thor Dark World thoughts. Yay! Very good. I'm so glad people are emailing us about the Marvel movies now. That's, it, that's I know. great. Uh, speaking of Marvel women, I would love to see more backstory on Maria Hill. Me yes. too. Yes. I love her. Yes. Uh, dislike the latest incarnation of Peter Parker. Maybe because I know he was supposed to be a grown-ass man in this timeline. Yes. <laughs> yes, that pissed me off, too. Yeah, it was super irresponsible to include this child. So I know. Yeah. He was like, what, 12? I think graciously Everybody's 15. Okay. Still, still, he's supposed to be a grown man. I know. I'm not usually one who talks during movies, but oh man, when Rhodey hit the ground and the sound of it was horrifying, I pounded my armrest and let out an audible no. And Aww. I love Sam. I wasn't even mad when Tony blasted him. Okay. Wasn't Sam's fault though. I know. I was team Damn it, vision. <laughs> I was vision was distracted. I was team neutral until the reveal of Bucky killing Tony's parents. And I know he was programmed, but on top of Rhodey's near death edged me towards team Tony. Okay. Now, if we were uh, picking based on pecs and lips, I would be team ass motherfuckers all the way. Ah, uh, yeah. And that is spelled uh, motherfuckers with A's in there. Yeah. I'm not just, I'm saying it like it's right in front of me. Hell yeah. And I totally agree. Now to the best part of the movie. Guess who that would be? T'Challa. To Chadwick Boseman. I knew Joy would love T'Challa. Uh, didn't you, though? Yeah. I loved him. I loved him more than I thought I would. I did, too. They, they included him more than I thought oh, they I would. Know. I thought it was just going to be a little tease. Uh, she says, uh, he's really an African king who fights against the forces of evil while ruling his country. You cannot make me believe he's not masquerading as an actor who portrays an African king who fights against the forces of evil while ruling his country. Oh, the world would be a better place. Takes another sip of wine. Oh, my God. Yes, that I, sounds right. I'm with you. Love it. I'll take it. I had some reservations about him when they first announced the casting, but he slayed all of them. Didn't he, though? He did such a good job. I'm so ready for the Black Panther movie today. I know, and it's going to be now. Like two years. Uh, she says, I'm mesmerized by this character. When my kids bless me with grandchildren, all of their names are going to start with T-C-H. <laughs> that costume was fire. That accent fire. Is, is that fire? Fire, yeah. Okay, okay. That fire. Ac accent was fire. Yeah. That bald goddess bodyguard Hell was yes. fire. Oh, I want so much more of her. You know what the rumors are now. Oh, uh, um, um. Lupita. Mm-hmm. I saw that today. That would be sweet. I'm like, please, please give me Lupita. Give, give me Nicole. Ooh. Give me Nicole. Yes. Just There's saying. still time. They haven't filmed it yet. 
I know. I know. Uh, she says, I'm hoping that little glimpse of Anna. Although the woman who they showed was perfectly deserves it just as well. Yeah, but there's multiples. Oh, she, yeah, he has more than two. Exactly. Um, I hope that little glimpse of Annika, I'm thinking that's who the character was. Did we ever confirm the particular bodyguard? I don't know that we've gotten. I haven't looked through the. I can look through the IMDb and see if they've finally okay. listed her. She says, I'm, uh, she says, I'm thinking that's who the character was. Means we're going to see the Dora Mahali. Yeah, in yeah, the Black yeah. Panther movie. Yes, we are. Uh, the absence of black women in the MCU always bothered me. I agree. The absence of any, yeah, any diversity, yeah, whatsoever. We, we in need these movies a lot more diversity. Has always pissed me off. Um, getting to see some modern day Foxy Browns and Cleopatra Joneses is so amazing. I just love seeing women who look like me as badass superheroines, and it's especially wonderful after the other destruction of Abby Mills. Yes, uh, she's credited as security chief. That's all she's credited as. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she says, I'm sorry, babies, didn't mean to open up that wound again. That's okay. Let's move on. Uh, by the way, they've also cast a woman of color in Ragnarok. So yeah, I'm they have. So I'm intrigued to see what character she'll be. I've only, I've wait, I've never seen She's some, Valkyrie. Is she Valkyrie? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm really excited. Um, she says, I've never seen so many black women, including my daughter, into this genre. Please check out the hashtag Black Panther So Lit, if able. Uh, shit is hilarious. Uh, black people haven't been this excited since Barack was elected. The wait for this movie is going to be absolute torture. Yeah, it really is. I know it's killing me. I need it, like I said, right now. Uh, by the way, I've started rewatching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'm up to episode five, season one. Way behind, but hope to catch up to your podcast soon. And looking forward to hearing the Dark World review. Oh, yay. That's uh, awesome. Need to need to go check out the upfronts and I'll get back to you on podcast suggestions. Cool, cool. She sends big hugs. Oh, I miss Joy. Yay, I know. I'm going to let her know that we're going to be casting season one. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know that she will listen to this podcast if that's where she's at. That's true. So, uh, that's all that I have. That's a lot. It is a lot. This is the longest ass podcast. It is. We're um, almost at three hours. Hell no. Okay, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. In the guys. many, many chunks that you have. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.